0: You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You are listening to High Spots and Cheap Pops for the smart wrestling fan. Here are your hosts, Vlad the Impaler and Silica Steve Valley. High Spots and Cheap Pops. Welcome to part two of the AEW review. Week in review and we are just a couple hours away from this week's AEW. We're going to go into right now Kip Sabian, Rusev, and Penelope Ford, and we're actually going to talk a little bit about the controversy with Jim Cornette. So let's check that that conversation here in part two of AEW Weekend Review here on High Spots and Cheap Pops. This is Silicon Steve Alley, and here is Vlad the Impaler.
1: Hey, what do you think about Miro with, uh, uh what's his name, Kip Sabian?
0: Well, it's clear they're going to break them up. And, Absolutely. And
1: Miro Changing Gears
0: once again. And Miro I think that might have been part of the plan to get Miro by himself. I don't think because me I mean it doesn't work. The fact that they're, ga- they're they're going with this thing that they're best friends because they played video games together. That's fucking stupid. Yes. All right. I'm sorry. It's dumb. Ooh, look, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a believer in Miro yet, and until and honestly, I haven't been a believer in Miro since Lana dropped her accent. I haven't been a believer in either one of them since that happened. And I don't know if it
1: was a reason for it or what. But do you find it ironic that Miro had to go to AEW to go and you know continue his career and? um, You know, because he didn't really have a great chance at WWE, but here Lana went and had uh, a relationship with Bobby Lashley, and now he's defending a world title at WrestleMania.
0: (laughs) It was the Lana touch, But, but to be fair, he didn't have success until he dropped her, so... So I don't know. I I think it's just, it's just whatever I Miro, I think is over. He's a great spectacle. He's a, he's good in the ring, but I don't like his promos and he doesn't move me as a character, but we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to pass judgment on him until I'll give him another couple months, but I'm not a big fan of Kip Sabian either. I think Penelope Ford is the only one I like out of that group, to be honest with
1: you. I just realized she had blue eyes. Did you catch the uh, heat that's going on between Jim Cornette, Miro, Penelope, and uh, Kip? No, what was had? What happened here? Okay, yeah, I don't want to, like, uh, I'll give you the basis, but I know you're going to look this up. Cornette was basically, um, um, he referred to Penelope in a derogatory way. Yeah, and then Rusev said something, right? Uh, I'm going to go and literally, like, get my hands on you and, like, threaten them with violence. Uh, Penelope went and was, like, went off on Cornette, was like, this is coming from a guy that watches other dudes bang his wife, right? And then beyond that, um, then Cornette fired back about Miro saying, yeah, this is coming from a guy that... uh, in a, in a in an angle, watched his wife bang some other guy, and then it got nuts. That's
0: amazing. That really is. Let's see here, Cornette. I guess it started with something that she's talking about. miro you know, I mean, Cornette does not give a fuck. All right, here's my Cornette. This is a exact quote he's being allowed to be himself and he is obviously a complete fucking goof he has no idea how to get over no idea who got him over for a little while before in the other company he does his stupid shit and obviously he's enjoyed himself doing it he was pairing his kid who looks like he's in middle in middle school and his slutty girlfriend to have a few with a guy that sticks his hands in his pockets and another guy looks like he cuts his hair with pencil sharpener job guy underneath town all the way and he has embraced this <laughs>
1: So, yeah, Miro, the slutty, so Miro now, yeah, go ahead. the slutty girlfriend thing is what yeah the slutty girlfriend is the thing that set them on fire okay go on
0: I mean this day and age why would you say slutty why would you say slutty though how does he know her at all like you know like it just whatever all right anyway Miro heard the comments obviously And then so he tweeted, if you if you call Penelope slut slut, again, I'll come like God's wrath on you. You understand I'll personally drive to your basement. People like Jim Cornette bring not only professional wrestling down, but young women and men get abused and name called for 40 views on YouTube. So good hard shot back. I like that. Jim Cornette is such a dick. Sabian, of course, added to it. Legit, Jim Cornette is a, is a total all-talk wet lettuce. <laughs> his funeral is going to be a joyous occasion. I'll be riding shotgun. Holy shit. Although we will let her kick beat the piss out of him, just like he watches his wife write Captain Cuck at Jim Cornette. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, but Kip Sabian was not done. I'll try to throw a little British. Nah, I don't do good British. Anyway, tweeted. We don't have to worry about it. He's definitely going to die at some point soon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we can wow. all like dance. We can have a celebration. That will probably be one of the first times on the Internet that I will post something like a celebratory post, you know, and I mean that I'm not even joking. I'm deadly serious. I cannot wait for that man to die. <laughs> like he's Rush Limbaugh. Holy shit. that's incredible and then Ford also responded as you said so Sabian actually first is the one that said the the cuck thing okay I mean and then she responded I mean he has multiple times but he lets people fuck his wife while he watches so what does he think of her but she's probably the only person besides himself he feels bad for because his little dick can't please her after five blue chews and needs other men to do it for him whoa did Cornette say anything in response
1: to this yet I haven't seen it I think he did on his podcast that is incredible
0: you don't see people in the public being that open about their hatred (laughs) I'm surprised Cornette hasn't gotten his fucking ass kicked yet dude The, the shit he's talked on all these guys that will destroy him. I'm shocked.
1: Yeah. could like talk about Brian Pillman being the sort of loose cannon. like Jim Cornette just doesn't give a shit. He'll say whatever's on his mind.
0: Well, because he, you know what, man? He burned all his bridges and he's on this little he, – he's kind of like, if you remember, when Jack put whatever the chick's name from Titanic Rose on that little piece mm. – he, all his bridges are burned. Nobody wants to work with him because he's been such an yeah. asshole throughout the years. And he's pissed <laughs> off. Let, you know what? Let me cut a promo on Jim Cornette like I'm Jim Cornette. And here you got this fucking guy hasn't been relevant in 20 fucking years. Only got over once back in the 80s and that was it. He goes out there, fucking no one can stand him or can't stand to listen to him anymore so no one will hire his fucking ass. And he can't get... Why the fact these really talented people are making money in this business, where he can't get fucking paid anymore? That's why this fucking guy's got his problem. You know, that's basically what Cornette would say about himself.
1: <laughs> and, and, I, and honestly, I love that perspective that you just gave the audience. It's great.
0: <laughs> oh, and we're gonna take it a step further now. Now let, let's go to now that the podcast is over. Let's talk to let's talk to Pizarro, Jim Cornette, with his wife. Hey, honey, want me to get you some big
1: black cock tonight? You want some Asian cock or you want some good old American white cock? Honey, how about some of that American cock? All right, fuck,
0: I'll, I'll have J.J. Dillon come over right now. Sweet Stan, beautiful Bobby. Oh, those guys can work. Those guys can really work. Work that pussy,
1: girl. <laughs> But sweetheart, I'm tired of them uh, A woman can only have so much of Jojo (laughs) Dillon
0: Meanwhile, Cornette's in the corner Beating off to Luthez Giving people a Luthez press
1: (laughs) Hey, have you ever noticed
0: (laughs) Fucking Luthez can get over no matter what happened Fucking Luthez He used to push people on the ground And try to pin them for 25 minutes It was great Fucking
1: Clown fuck you jim He you block me, i i i, I kind of i love how like when i love uh how like on uh dark side of the ring they interview Cornette, and then they're at his house and then he takes him up into like the walk-up attic and the walk-up attic is like this like little weird like wrestling like museum that he's got going I just I'm, I'm fascinated with like seeing that aspect of his life.
0: Oh, oh shit, I was relevant. This is what I know. Shit. He's holding on to the glory days. Oh, I wish the glory days were still here. Oh, poor Jim Cornette. Fucking douchebag. What sucks is he's really talented. <laughs> I told you, he's my number three all time. So I don't yeah. know. He's, it's sad. It really is sad how pissed off and bitter he is. Like he shits on people that are good human beings. Young Bucks never did anything bad to anybody in their life. Good Christian boys, and they, and he doesn't shits on them, like relentlessly. Kevin Owens, Kenny Omega, that fucking goof, fucking guy. I don't care how good his He is.
1: The Young Bucks thing, I could tell you what that is if I had to guess. Jealousy. Because he was the manager of Midnight Express. And that's taking shine off of them.
0: I don't know if it's that particularly. I think it's because Cornette... And I, by the way, I agree with Cornette in a lot of respects, by the way. So I'm shitting on him. I just wish he just was nicer and made his opinion. (laughs) He goes out of his way to be shocking bottom feeder barrel, bottom of the barrel bullshit, you know, but and it takes away from how good and how much he could contribute to the business because he's such a miserable prick. I, that's in terms of how I know him and his persona. He might be the nicest guy in the world off of off camera. I have no idea, but it's just unfortunate because he could be doing, I mean, he, he can be doing some amazing things even in AEW, but they wouldn't work with him if fucking, you know. And you know he would love to work for them. Holy shit. I don't fucking take a payday. Yes, <laughs> he could wrestle Kenny Omega and have Kenny Omega actually have like a five star match with him. <laughs> Kenny Omega is doing like really reverse DDTs to himself, like Cornette's like huffing and puffing with like oxygen in the corner. <laughs> Dude, fuck Jim do you, you can't call a young girl who, by the way, Penelope Ford is extraordinarily talented. Calling her a slut—I mean, she doesn't even dress or act like a slut as far as wrestlers go. Like, what, what the fuck?
1: Weird comment. This was weird. Yeah, he's just going out of his way to not be politically correct, and he's just uh, you know poking the uh, beehive there. Yeah, and, and you know what? And you know what? They gave him the reaction he was hoping for.
0: It did its job because now everyone's going to listen to what he has to say about Mira. People who can't stand him and never would listen to his shit is going to turn on to hear what he has to say about Kip, Miro, and Penelope again. You know, I really do wish, yeah. I honestly do wish Miro, I'm not a fan of Miro, but I wish he would go there and kick the shit out of Jim Cornette. Then he'd be arrested and off television, and Jim Cornette wouldn't be in the world anymore. I don't know if celebrating someone, wishing someone. Wow. I don't know if wishing someone's death would be cool to do on Twitter, though. That's not really.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to draw the line somewhere. My God.
0: <laughs> is he really a cuckold? I, is that legit? I wonder if that's. Yeah,
1: man. How do you know that? What's What's the confirmation there? Because there was like the whole thing with the wrestling. um like the Joey what's his name, Joey Ryan and all that the Me Too thing going on wrestling. Yeah. Uh Cornette's name got dragged into it because his wife was like expecting different wrestlers to service her. And in the stories it came out that Cornette would watch.
0: Is it possible that Kevin Steen banged his wife, and that's why he doesn't like Kevin Owens. Is that possible?
1: No, I doubt. I doubt that. Okay. Okay. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Jim Cornette's wife or not? No, no. Oh, please, please let me see your reaction. Okay, let's check out Jim Cornette's
0: wife. I hope it, I hope it doesn't pop up. That is crazy. I'll be writing. Sh- I'll be writing shotgun. will let her kick beat. What is that? I will let her kick beat the pest out of him. Uh, dude, I, I've, I can't believe celebrities are social media warring right in front of us. What fucking dorks. <laughs> I mean, that's like Facebook shit, like from somebody in high school you haven't seen in 20 years wishing death on you. Like, you don't even know me. <laughs> but, I don't blame them though. Jim Grant's kind of a dildo. Yeah. I just buried the guy for him. I mean, I think it'd be more than that. Jim Cranton accused of. Cues of oh, that was from last year. Okay, that's what you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. But did you see a picture of her yet? <laughs> First of all, are you sure it's not his daughter? Uh, let me see what you're looking at. It's not his daughter. I'm kidding. It's a. It's a. It's a okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This is the picture, this is the picture I'm going to, this is, okay, I know why you're not vibing with it, I can see. I I don't know, she's bigger, definitely a big girl.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's the picture, yeah.
0: She's a gothy big girl and she looks very young for an old man. Yeah. Dude, and they're definitely an S M. She's definitely an S as a as a person who's in an i M, I'm telling you that bitch is an S M. Telling you right now. Yeah. And I definitely could think and Jim Cornette, if anyone you think no has a foot fetish and I we smell our own, Jim Cornette's got a foot fetish up his ass too. Probably into getting pegged, <laughs> frankly. That's what you have here, folks. High spots and sheep pops. We're breaking story. Jim Cornette gets pegged and watches his wife get fucked. We heard. Just to wow. ensure we don't get sued. That's a great story. I, I, I can't wait. I'm gonna put that Jim Cornette shit on the uh on the on the old YouTube there. Woohoo! We do stuff like that. <laughs>
1: yeah i figured i figured i'd bring it to your attention I i, I thought you might run with that i was i was a little surprised you didn't hear about it but yeah man that's uh, I was not, that's crazy you know? yeah definitely your your imitation of him cutting a promo on himself
0: he's pissed <laughs> off because bruce fucking pritchard has more damage i mean he fucking thinks bruce pritchard's a fucking idiot and he is but he's better than fucking jim Cornette. He <laughs> with a fucking tennis racket <laughs> The fuck are you doing with a tennis racket? And you know his fat ass hasn't been playing tennis in 30 fucking years. <laughs> he just said he just goes <laughs> off it's this mean shit. It's the if it wasn't so mean, it would be hilarious. I might we might have Jim we might yeah. have Bizarro Jim Cornell on the show more often. I'll dress up like him.
1: Yeah, I think the I think you're I think you're tapping into something, man, and I'm fine with it.
0: I think we're gonna roll with that one. Can't like if he mentions somebody, he has to say something shitty about him. And so then, fucking Jungle Boy, whoever this fucking little goof looks like is about 120 pounds soaking fucking wet. And then they have another guy, and I know you can't say the word midget anymore. I don't know what the fuck he is. He's like four foot three or some shit. And he's supposed to be a fucking professional fucking wrestler. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious dude it
1: was marco's stunt as if his growth was stunted
0: oh my god he probably did say that he he has a lot of stupid jokes like that he says a lot of like really corny (laughs) punny jokes like that on top of just like
1: abusive fucking ramblings he's like this he goes like this he's like Darby Allen, you're a weenie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, brother, it's Jake. Hey, Jake, what the fuck, man? What's going on? <laughs> hey, uh, Look, uh, you know, I'm, I'm losing. I think I'm losing the people here. I need something, I need something to say to Darby Allen. Darby Allen, that fucking hot it. dog. He's a fucking hot dog. You know what you say to him? Say, looks like a fucking, you should get a fucking bun. He's a fucking hot dog. He's a weenie. You say to him, fuck it, fucking punk. What is he about 123 pounds? <laughs> with a goddamn big hat on? Fuck him.
1: <laughs> I like Sting though. He's cool. Don't don't mess too much with Sting. Just be like, Sting, Stinger, Sting. Don't 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 toe the line too much. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Darby Allen Sting.
0: Sting looks like it's bring your kid to work day. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Fucking Darby Allen. <laughs> What is he five foot six? Shit, Jimmy Hart's bigger than that motherfucker. You know what I mean?
1: Oh man, my wife's dildos are taller.
0: But now this guy, he got a big old fucking cock right there. He can fuck you in your ass. And this guy, well, no, let him fuck you in your pussy. This one's got a smaller dick. He can fit it in your ass. What do you think? And I'll be over here jerking off the mistress's feet. Oh, man. I don't know how much I'm keeping of that.
2: Hey, everybody. It's Kelly Williams, and the 40-something podcast is kicking it into high gear. Not only have the boys announced they'll be at Some Kind of Jam 15 on April 29th through May 2nd, Team Jensen is going to have some amazing guests over the next week. Episodes with Kyle Capone Wilson, this pro-Black podcaster, brings a completely unique and oftentimes ignored stance from the Black community. Then... We will have popular photographer and life coach, Brittany Lee Mason, to talk about her bouts with losing both her parents in a calendar year, to being depressed and suicidal, to someone living her best life and the healing journey it was to get there. Then as we seem to be winding down from this horrific pandemic, we'll have community organizer, Rima Salmon, as she goes through her healing journey and her amazing story of organizing an entire community to heal by building a COVID memorial to help others and herself grieve from a loss to this disease. And Sharon Osbourne talks about calling her Asian producer on her show, a wonton. No, 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 love. I would
0: never make an Asian joke. No, no, no. I wouldn't fucking do it. No.
2: It would be wrong. <laughs> Sharon, that's wrong. All this week on 40-something podcast with Valley in the Vig.
0: So we are back, I spots and cheap pops. Glad to get power now. It is time for the PSD de resistance. Of the night, yes, and a match that, and I, gonna that was, I believe a major step forward in a lot of ways for the women's division and specifically for Britt Baker. What a fucking match that was! A match that wasn't for a title, but brought everybody in. It set the internet ablaze. How good this match was! And you talked about it. Britt Baker, no one's going to convince me that anyone's better than Britt Baker in the world right now. That's how I feel about it. That's how good I think she is. The way she moved, the story she told, all her bo- her facial expressions, the way she opened the bag of tacks, the fact that she is a bad ass and will do whatever it takes in terms of hardcore. You saw how she definitely is getting some pointers from her boyfriend. You could just tell. Like, a lot of things were so smooth in that match, and it was so brutal. Great finish. Started out hot right out of the gate with her beating the shit out of her on the outside. I forget what the move she hit her with on the outside, but this match was everything that it could be, and I think it was, as you said, and you alluded to that Britt Baker was really, even though she lost, she came out as the winner, and everyone is, she, she put herself on the map that, I think a lot of people thought she was going to be on before, but she definitely did. And I think she became the face of the division after this. And she already probably was, but this is de facto her moment where she says, I'm the fucking woman who runs this division.
1: That's how good it was. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, that was the match that brought her into the stratosphere at that point, man. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, that's, uh, the, the best women's match in AEW history. That's the high watermark right now and that's the one that everybody else has to beat. <clears throat> so, you know, kudos to her. She, uh, Britt, did a great job. Uh, every time she used a super kick, I'm like, oh, little Adam Cole influence yeah. <laughs> there. and Just the timing of him, not even just using the move, but just when. Yeah, that was the thing that got me, you know, and you and I both like Adam Cole and we pick up on that. Um yeah, it just it, they needed that match. And actually, you know what? Like, was it a week ago, two weeks ago? You and I discussed this match, and we're like, "What's going on with this match? Why is this main eventing?"
2: Yeah.
1: and, lo and behold, they had a clinic in mind, and they unleashed it. And uh, you know, I'd love to McFoley's like feedback on that match. Uh, I, I mean, my God, even Terry Funk, somebody like who, like who's been on that side of it i'm
0: saying mick mick foley did tweet something about how he was really impressed he approved of it kind of thing um so he did that okay great yeah i didn't I know see like that yet but yeah but- that's
1: awesome yeah mick foley was out there mick Foley's no that's great and it, yeah he's like very into like the AEW feedback and stuff it seems and uh yeah, he's keeping his finger on that on that pulse for sure so uh but yeah it, just, it was a good very good main event and honestly if you were just a casual fan or even not a fan of wrestling and you were turning on to tnt for some reason and you saw those two women doing that for free on tv uh you're gonna probably be intrigued and, and might tune back next week to see further what happens on that show yeah more so, people are watching it was a great moment for them
0: oh absolutely and what I think was important is, and that you said this earlier a couple minutes ago, they needed this. The women's division needed this match. Britt Baker needed this match yeah. to be exactly what that match was. And I have been a huge, since she turned heel, same thing with Bailey. I have been a huge fan of Britt Baker and you were kind of whatever about her for that for a little bit before she really got rolling, particularly when she was in the wheelchair. But my wife and I were on board with her as soon as she turned heel. I love the dynamic with Rebel and God bless Rebel. Rebel was hilarious when she gave Rebels reactions. Just when she gave Britt the, the bag of tacks. she goes, yeah! Ran, like yeah. Right to the camera. It's like... Yeah. like so the dynamic there yeah so, i laughed at that and i i it's a little too early for me to say it but right now i am putting i'm going to be the first one to say it brit baker might be the best women wrestler in the world right now i just said it that's what that match meant that's how much i love that match and i'll take it a step further that is the best non-title women's match i've ever seen
1: and you can give me another one hmm. please tell me uh, I mean, listen, uh, I went off of Melcher's list and uh, I'd agree with what he had out there. Uh, and that was probably the highest non title match that was on there. So I can't really disagree right off the top of my head. Well, look
0: at that. Yeah. I mean, where, where were the other ones? I'm assuming Bailey, Sasha, Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, NXT TakeOver. Um, then the other one was Bailey. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was uh, Sasha, Charlotte in one of their matches. Um, I forget which one, I think it was the one that was in Boston. And then oh, then they no. had Charlotte. No, it wasn't that one. Uh it was it was another one. Um and then there was Becky Charlotte was another one. So like and then I think those were the three matches that they had in front of them. In front of uh uh Britt Baker and uh Thunder Rosa
0: really fell in love with this match, and I have become a huge Baker fan. The reaction she got on Twitter, was was, it's just really cool to see someone young who's been working really hard to to reach that pinnacle, and it was good for her to get that reaction. I'm sure it felt really good and gratifying for her because she's busted her ass. She's only been doing this for, I think, five years, and for her to be at the level she's at is cool. And And she doesn't give a shit. Blood all over her face. And she just smiles the one time her tooth was knocked out with the blood all running down her face. I mean, she is a bad ass woman, dude. She really is. And I'm all in on her. And Thunder Rosa is, she's a ring general, man. And she she really did did a, a really good job, did a solid job. Uh, and look, she was great, too. They both were. They both, both women brought it and they earned their stripes. They were given the, you know what they say? give the women the opportunity well they were given the opportunity and they knocked it out of the fucking parking so congratulations
2: to them you know, Biff from Back to the Future. That'd be great.
1: They should have Confused Jake doing the Costello like who's on first thing. Darby, I don't know if you heard. (laughs) Baseball start. Who's on first? Well, Darby's like, what? No, second base.
0: I don't watch baseball, old man. Leave me the fuck alone. That's what he would say. (laughs) All depressed sounding like he's in the lead (laughs) singing book here. What's this creepy old man talking about? And by the way, didn't I see, but I don't know. Again, we can say he's creepy. If you really think he wore that shirt, snakes eat bunnies for that reason that you think he did. That is creepy.
1: But what have you? Um, I, I think he I think he. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you go to a pet shop and you feed a snake a bunny. I mean, most people would feed them like mice, rats or something. I mean, why else would he be wearing that with an attractive blonde on the outside of the ring? I mean, the, to me, I think it's pretty obvious, but I, maybe I'm too cynical. I don't know.
0: So uh what did you think about Christian cage? There's a couple other things. Bear Bear Country and uh dress, bear country. dress. They're gonna oh, be Are you you're probably excited about that? Now, I'm gonna skip over that. It was whatever. You're trying to get your mid-carters over. Um, they're pushing the Matt Hardy Empire with the Butcher and the Blade and whatever SM crew they're rolling with these days. Private party, big money, man. <laughs> it's a it's a funny dichotomy between them. So I think there's gonna be some funny stuff. They get the win and Jurassic Express and Bear Country. Bear Bronson and Bear Boulder. Jesus Christ. This is Bear Bronson, this is Bear Boulder. Hey. This is Bear Ball.
1: Um I know, I know you've been uh, going on a weight loss journey, and you've definitely lost weight, but has anybody ever confused you for being a bear?
0: <laughs> yes, actually. More than one occasion. <laughs> I bet. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had a I had a guy in college. I, mean, I had a guy in college, and I was clearly dating a woman. I was with Reema, uh, my, my first girlfriend ever. <laughs> he goes. I remember. He, yeah, yeah. He told me he was going to give me the best best head I ever got in my life, and I was like, should I, should I hashtag me to that? What do you guys think? I was so shocked and hurt and scared.
1: Okay, yeah, you didn't say how you reacted to it. I was going to say, well, was it? I mean, I
0: didn't let him finish because I just felt weird. My dad was looking for me anyway no 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 no. (laughs) i was like all right
1: i just listen
0: it was college man i
1: was hey if if you if you gain another 50 pounds you and i can be bear country for halloween
0: (laughs) well i'm not gonna be but I'm losing another 50 pounds, hopefully, but I'll do my best. <laughs> they're That's impressive. Good, man. To say what you want about them, they are impressive. They have a Viking Raider or War Raider vibe to them, but they're bears instead of Vikings. Well, oh, they weren't in NXT. You might not like them.
1: If you really want me to start going the NXT route, and go down the AEW um, roster. Let's do it.
2: Oh,
0: like, look, buddy, you fuck with me every other second. I don't turn a hissy fit <laughs> and be like, what about you? I just t- take it shit on the mouth every once in a while and just move on, sir.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't think Barrack Country is that good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw the one, one guy do the one suplex and I'm like, that guy does not belong in a ring. I, they looked, He's like looked, the smaller of the really, two.
0: They looked really good in a squash match in terms of some of their double team power stuff. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I no. think you see more of them. uh Maybe see more of them. Uh Christian Cage interviewed. Hardest worker. Not really anything. Uh, I don't really have my skirt blown up over that situation, over what he's trying to go for. Called out Kenny Omega. Said he's going to have to w- get a couple wins. But you're certainly going to see Christian Cage and Kenny Omega in a match sometime in this not-too-distant future. Which will be great. I mean anything. Do you
1: think it's gonna be great? I I I got a feeling it's gonna be like underwhelming. And and, and it's no disrespect to Kenny and or Christian Cage. But I just like, you know, like Christian's telled at this point and hasn't really been doing it all that much. That's that's only like if he's been in there for like a year and he's like fine tuned, okay, you know what? The timing's there and all that. But I'm just I'm expecting to be a little bit disappointed. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well then you won't be disappointed
1: <laughs> I'm expecting to be disappointed yeah I mean yeah, <coughs> yeah I'm like yeah I guess I, I guess I'm expecting it so we're good to go but yeah, yeah you know, I, I mean yeah. what I think is kind of cool is like they it's like uh, these are two Canadian legends going at it and you know like there's definitely something about like uh, two guys from that part of the world going at it. And, um, you know, I expect a, a decent match for sure. That should be entertaining. Uh, I, I usually like Chris, Christian being like sort of the jokey guy, if you will. And i yeah, are trying exactly. to have to take him very seriously as the e work horse and okay, great. You know, um, he's not Kurt Angle. Dude. I don't know, but I, I mean, I, I'm definitely rooting for Omega. Yeah, he's not. No, no, he's not. He's not. that's the thing. You know, it's, I mean, he could put on a good match for sure. Don't get me wrong. But like, I'm, I'm not like, yeah, like, holy cow. We're going to see Kenny Omega against Christian Cage. I'm not like, uh, like willing to buy a pay-per-view on that. I don't think it'll be a pay-per-view match, but I think it'll be,
0: uh, it'll definitely be a main for uh, dynamite, (laughs) um, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. No, Christian. I, I don't. I think Christian Cage. I do like how that was his original indie name, or one of his original indie names before he went to the <laughs> WWE. I like when people use their name before they went to WWE. It just makes me feel good that they got their soul back. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. I and I, but I do feel bad for him because everyone was expecting Kurt Angle. Some people were expecting Lesnar or CM Punk, which is ridiculous if that was your expectation. I think we both thought it was going to be Christian possibly Angle. Angle would have been cooler because I love Kurt Angle and he's got more pelts and if you see him working out as you said he's going to be an AEW he'll be all elite but I mean mm-hmm. he de- does he really want to go out with Baron fucking Corbin beating him in a shitty match at WrestleMania? He's like we
1: want to go out What the way so, I, can't be- I can't believe he agreed to it man
0: what's he going to do? Because he wanted to keep on working for him. Don't forget, he I think, what was he, a, t- a producer for a while? or a uh, He was doing something behind the scenes for a while, and he still wanted a job. So it probably had something to do with that. That, he just got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and then they offered him the contract, and he worked there for a couple of years and worked a little bit behind the scenes. I don't think he had a choice. The Undertaker didn't have a choice in losing to Lesnar. No. But... Bam, bam. interesting point you ever see there's an interview with Paul Heyman did you ever see it and Paul Heyman was asked what would happen if, there, if the Undertaker wanted to do the job to Lesnar and Paul Heyman said quote I'm well, not quote I'll paraphrasing. he said basically well what if I told you that the Undertaker didn't have a choice and that if the Undertaker didn't do the job Brock Lesnar was going to make sure he was down for three and what if I told you that The Undertaker, as a shoot, didn't want to do it until he dropped him, you know. And But Paul Heyman did it in such a way where it actually made sense. Where The Undertaker yeah, yeah. might not have really wanted a job, but he jobbed because he knew Lesnar would have fucked him up if he didn't. <laughs> Which I don't I yeah. find that very – knowing what I know about The Undertaker, I just find that pretty – I don't know. It just sounds a little weird. I think it's Heyman yeah. just being – And Haman, but um, but yeah, I feel bad for Christian because that was the expectation. But what have you, Ray Phoenix, Angelico? Great, good match. Ray Phoenix is amazing, and I want to harken back to what we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, we talked about Andrade a little bit in pre production, and you just look at what Ray Phoenix and what Penta, for example, speak very little English. And what they're doing on TV every single week, being a main part of it, and doing compelling television, not just. And Jody's like, "What?" Mm-hmm. They take my mask off, yeah, and they give me a good push in NXT, and then I get to the main roster and and add me to the list of NXT champions who just can't even get on TV. And I well, that didn't mean yes. it a slight on NXT. It, like I know you, you probably thought I meant it that way. It wasn't that. It wasn't me. It was showing that these guys can get over. These guys do have talent, but the booking just doesn't do anything. And they're not comfortable putting a guy on TV who doesn't speak English well consistently.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, they they don't put them on TV, and then what 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 sort of frustrates me is that they never come up with an idea to go and bridge the gap to the to the audience to make it work. They did it for a little bit with Selena Selena Vega, but then you know all of a sudden you know she's looking to unionize the place, and they're like ah that's it let's get rid of her. But then there's no backup plan, and, and the backup plan, in my opinion. Was already in house in Charlotte, and you just make them a super couple. And you know what? You have her cutting promos on people. And Andrade and her are looking out after each other. And then not that it's like an intergender thing, but like, hey, you know what? Andrade's going for the US championship or the Inter- Intercontinental Championship. Charlotte gets involved and helps them win. Oh, there you go. They're the heels. And and oh, Charlotte's gonna go for the you know, world title or the tag team titles. Hey, Andrade's there. You know, he went and helped her win. And it just They, you know, their success will create heat. And then you have Charlotte doing the speeches about her lover, Andrade. And I I mean, and it's true to life. Like, I I don't understand what they're so afraid of to do it that way. Well, that's exactly. I mean, I wish you could have been Shinsuke Nakamura. I wish I wish I wish Silicon Steve Valley could have been Shinsuke Nakamura's manager. Be quite honest with you. I I think that guy would have been a lot bigger than he is.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could have just put – you had Paul Heyman there too, by the way. You're telling WWE you can't get a a mouth for that guy? WWE has this thing. Unless they're a super hot girl, they don't like managers who can't go. Yep. You know, they don't want managers Mm -hmm. that can take bumps here and there and get their ass kicked here and there like a Bobby Heenan or a Jimmy Hart. That goes with territory. They want a rep guy who could go in there and have a three or a four star match, given an opportunity, or even a two star match. Someone that could give, put on an entertaining match, and it's just so short sighted because Shinsuke Nakamura, with a translator or and slash manager, what have you. Is I mean, just look what it did for Penta in one in one or two epi- in two episodes. Penta is an intriguing no. character, just because you know you got the real double A, Alexander Hantis, uh mm-hmm. promos for him, just loving it. Oh, Penta yep. says he's going to destroy your arms, so you can't hold your baby. And he's all <laughs> smiley about it. It's great.
1: <laughs> Delivery is perfect. Uh, uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, and and at WWE, the answers are in-house, and they never want to go and go that route. They just – they'd rather see them fail, and it's like such untapped talent that they just kick to the wayside. And then I can't wait for them to go go to AEW and and be used properly.
0: (laughs) But but no, they're going to have Shane McMahon breathe real heavy and say a boring and stupid for five minutes. That's what they're going to do. All
1: right. Listen, ah. just... oh. Silicon City Valley. I wouldn't. I would never say such a thing. That would be uh, uh, um,
0: No, no, Brunt, uh, uh, It's boring. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. She's gonna jump off of something. Oh boy! Yeah. Onto a big
1: person. Uh. <laughs> Shane's going to go coast to coast. I didn't see that coming. Look at those sneakers. He's so cool. He has a lot of them. I, okay,
0: sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, <laughs> they are leeching off of his fucking return. That pop he got for his return, they are just holding on to that. And it just, it's, oh. We're over Shane, obviously, but anyways, I don't want to do too much on WWE. We got we got another episode for that, but man,
1: hey, what do you think about Miro with uh, uh, what's his name, Kip Sabian?
0: Well, it's clear they're gonna break them up, and, absolutely, and Miro. Changing gears once again, and Miro. I think that might have been part of the plan to get Miro by himself. I don't think... because me, I mean, it doesn't work. The fact that they're, ga- they're they're going with this thing that they're best friends because they played video games together. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, All right? There's... I'm sorry. It's dumb. Ooh, That's... look. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a believer in Miro. <sighs> yet. And until... And honestly, I haven't been a believer in Miro since... Lana dropped her accent. I haven't been a believer in either one of them since that happened. I don't know if it was a reason for it or what, but
1: it just was like do you, that find, means- it, do you find it ironic that Miro had to go to aew to go and you know continue his career and um, you know because he didn't really have a great chance at wWE but here Lana went and had. Uh, a relationship with Bobby Lashley. And now he's defending a world title at WrestleMania.
0: (laughs) It was the Lana touch, but, but to be fair, he didn't have success until he dropped her. So, (laughs) so I don't know. I I think it's just, it's just whatever. Miro (laughs) I think is over. He's a great spectacle. He's a, he's good in the ring. But I don't like his promos, and he doesn't move me as a character. But we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to pass judgment on him until – I'll give him another couple months. But I'm not a big fan of Kip Sabian either. I think Penelope, Penelope Ford is the only one I like out of that group, to be honest with you. I just realized you have blue eyes.
1: Jr. I guess referring did, to – Did from- you catch any of the uh, conversation? Did you – you- Did you catch the uh, heat that's going on between Jim Cornette, Miro, Penelope, and uh, Kip? No, what was had? What happened here? Okay, yeah, I don't want to... Like, uh, I'll give you the basis, but I know you're going to look this up. Cornette was basically... um, um, He referred to Penelope in a derogatory way. Miro... Like, I'm going to go and literally like get my hands on you and like threaten them with violence uh penelope went and was like went off on cornet was like this is coming from a guy that watches other dudes bang his wife right and then beyond that um then cornet fired back about miro saying yeah this is coming from a guy that uh in a, in a in an angle, watched his wife bang some other guy, and then it got nuts. So, geez, yeah, this crap. is something you might want to look into for like you, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, is that shrewd? Is Cornette?
1: Yeah, and not, not saying. <coughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Cornette. Yeah, uh, he cock? goes and watches his wife with other dudes. Yeah,
0: cuckold Cornette. A little cuckold in is that what his new name is? Hey, I don't know. Why don't you come over here and just fuck my wife? Fine, she's the best damn fuck you'll ever damn have. I'll tell you right now, sweet stand Bobby, we used to bang her all the time, all three of us. Well, I just sat in the corner and jerked off. That's fine. That's what I did.
1: <laughs> I mean, he yeah, has. So you might want to, you might, you might want to even do it. Like I, I, I'll listen to podcast even if I can't join. If you want to go and. Research what was going on here and put your spin on it. I'd love to hear it. Oh yeah. But yeah, I just want to put your attention on that is that was like a, that was a pretty big story that was going on, you know, probably the biggest thing with Miro and then, then on dynamite, you have Miro turning on Penelope and like throwing like a, you know, sort of a a, a wrestling business dig about leaving your wife out of business uh, and learning from his mistakes, if you will. Yeah. So, I mean, really, like, you know, there's no way that Orange Cassidy and, and Charles are losing. So, and this is going to break up Miro and Kip, and then they're going to probably feud.
0: Well, yeah. So, what I'm trying to look what Cornette said. I gotta get there, we I'll we'll get that in a second. That's amazing. That really is. Uh, I don't know why I can't just give me the 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 the, the tweets where the tweets are. That is crazy, dude. She said that on fucking Twitter? (coughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. I love her, dude. That's some some Jersey shit right there, dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's not lying.
0: (laughs) Oh, my lord. I'm going to piss us off. All right, during the last edition of his drive-through podcast, Jim Cornette once again took multiple shots at AEW. he hates AEW. All right, so let's see here, Cornette. I guess it started with something like that he's talking about Miro. You know, I mean, Cornette does not give a fuck. All right, here's my Cornette. This is a exact quote. He's being allowed to be himself, and he is obviously a complete fucking goof. He has no idea how to get over, no idea who got him over for a little while before in the other company. He does his stupid shit and obviously he's enjoying himself doing it. He was paired his kid and looks like he's in middle in middle school and his slutty girlfriend to have a few with a guy that sticks his hands in his pockets. And another guy looks like he cuts his hair with pencil sharpener. Job guy underneath town all the way. And he has embraced this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, miro, the slutty, so miro now, yeah, go ahead. the slutty girlfriend thing is what yeah the slutty girlfriend is the thing that set them on fire okay go on
0: i mean this day and age why would you say slutty why would you say slutty though how does he know her at all like you know like it just whatever <laughs> all right anyway miro heard the comments obviously and then, so, he tweeted, if you if you call Penelope slut, slut again, I'll come like God's wrath on you. You understand, I'll personally drive to your basement. People like Jim Cornette bring not only professional wrestling down, but young women and men get abused and name-called for 40 views on YouTube. So, good hard shot back. I like that. Jim Cornette is such a dick. Sabian, of course, added to it. Legit, Jim Cornette is a is a total all-talk wet lettuce. <laughs> his funeral is going to be a joyous occasion. I'll be riding shotgun. Holy shit. Although we will let her kick beat the piss out of him, just like he watches his wife write Captain Cuck at Jim Cornette. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, but Kip Sabian was not done. I'll try to throw a little British... I don't do good British. Anyway, tweeted, we don't have to worry about it. He's definitely going to die at some point soon. (laughs) (laughs) We can all like dance. We can have a celebration. That will probably be one of the first times on the internet that I will post something like a celebratory post, you know, and I mean that I'm not even joking. I'm deadly serious. I cannot wait for that man to die. Like he's Rush Limbaugh. Holy shit. that's incredible and then Ford also responded as you said so Sabian actually first is the one that said the, the cuck thing okay I mean and then she responded I mean he has multiple times but he lets people fuck his wife while he watches so what does he think of her but she's probably the only person besides himself he feels bad for because his little dick can't please her after five blue chews and needs other men to do it for him Whoa. Did Cornette say anything in response to this yet?
1: I haven't seen it. I think he did on his podcast. That is incredible. You don't see
0: people in the public being (laughs) that open about their hatred. (laughs) I'm surprised Cornette hasn't gotten his fucking ass kicked yet, dude. The, The shit he's talked. On all these guys that will destroy him, I'm shocked.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he, he you know we talking about Brian Pillman being the sort of loose cannon, like Jim Cornette just doesn't give a shit. He'll say whatever's on his mind.
0: Well, because he, you know what, man, he burned all his bridges, and he's on this little. He, he's kind of like if you remember when Jack put whatever the chick's name from Titanic. Rose on that little piece. He, all his bridges are burned. Nobody wants to work with him because he's been such an yeah. asshole throughout the years. And he's pissed off. Me, you know what? Let me cut a promo on Jim Cornett like I'm Jim Cornette. And here you got this fucking guy who hasn't been relevant in 20 fucking years. Only got over once back in the 80s, and that was it. And he goes out there, fucking no one can stand him or can't stand to listen to him anymore. So no one hires fucking ass. And he can't get why the fact these really talented people are making money in this business where he can't get fucking paid anymore. That's why this fucking guy's got his problem. You know, that's basically what Cornette would say about himself.
1: <laughs> and, and, I, and honestly, I love that perspective that you just gave the audience. It's great.
0: Oh, and. We're gonna take it a step further now. Now let, let's go to now that the podcast is over. Let's talk to let's talk to Bizarro Jim Cornette with his wife. Hey, honey, want me to get you some big black cock tonight? You want some Asian cock or you want some good old American white cock? Just because he's probably racist because he's southern.
1: Okay, I'm not racist, okay. and I'll play her. Yeah, you're not, and I'll play her. I'll be like, hey, honey, how about some of that American cock? All right, fuck! I'll I'll have JJ Dillon come over right now. Sweet Stan, beautiful Bobby. Oh, those guys can
0: work. Those guys can really work. Work that pussy girl. <laughs> oh,
1: but man. sweetheart, I'm tired of them. So you, a, a woman can only have so much of JoJo Dillon.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, Cornette's in the corner, beating off to Luthez giving people a Luthes press. <laughs> Lutez hey have
1: you ever noticed over fucking lutez can get
0: over no matter what <laughs> happened fucking lutez he used to push people on the ground and try to pin him for 25 minutes it was great fucking
1: clown fuck you jim cornet you blocked me, I, I, I i i kind of i love how like when I love uh, how like on uh, Dark Side of the Ring they interview Cornette and then they're at his house and then he takes him up into like the walk-up attic and the walk-up attic is like this like little weird like wrestling like museum that he's got going it just I'm, I'm fascinated with like seeing that aspect of his life
0: oh oh shit I was relevant this is what I know shit he's holding on to the glory days oh I wish the glory days were still here Oh, poor Jim Cornette! Fucking douchebag. What sucks is he's really talented. I told you he's my number three all time. So yeah, it's sad. It really is sad how pissed off and bitter he is. Like he shits on people that are good human beings. Young Bucks never did anything bad to anybody in their life. Good Christian boys, and and he doesn't shits on them. Look, relentlessly, Kevin Owens, Kenny Omega, That fucking goof, fucking guy. I don't care how good his match is.
1: The Young Bucks thing, I could tell you what that is, if I had to guess. What's that? Jealousy, because oh. he was the manager of Midnight Express, and that's taking shine off of them.
0: I don't know if it's that particularly. I think it's because Cornette – and I, by the way, I agree with Cornette in a lot of respects, by the way. So I'm shitting on him. I just wish he just was nicer and made his opinion. He goes out of his way to be shocking, bottom feeder, barrel, bottom of the barrel bullshit. You know, But it takes away from how good and how much he could contribute to the business because he's such a miserable prick. I, that's in terms of how I know him and his persona. He might be the nicest guy in the world off of off camera. I have no idea, but it's just unfortunate because he could be doing. How many? I mean, he he could be doing some amazing things even in AEW, but they wouldn't work with him if fucking you know. And you know he would love yep. to work for them. Holy shit! i don't fucking take a payday. <laughs> Just yes, if you could wrestle Kenny Omega and have Kenny Omega actually have, like, a five-star match with him. <laughs> Kenny Omega's doing, like, really reverse DDTs to himself, like Cornette's, like, huffing and puffing with like oxygen in the corner. <laughs> fuck, dude, fuck Jim Cornette. You, of- you can't call a young girl... who, By the way, Penelope Ford is extraordinarily talented. Calling her a slut? I mean, she doesn't even dresser act like a slut as far as wrestlers go. Like, wh- wh- what the fuck?
1: Weird comment. This was weird. Yeah, he's just going out of his way to not be politically correct, and he's just, uh, you know, poking the uh, beehive there.
0: Yeah, and and you know what? You know
1: what? They gave him the reaction he was hoping for.
0: It did its job because now everyone's going to listen to what he has to say about Miro. People who can't stand him and never would listen to his shit is going to turn on and hear what he has to say about Kip, Miro, and Penelope again. You know, I really do wish. I honestly do wish Miro. I'm not a fan of Miro, but I wish he would go there and kick the shit out of Jim Cornette. Then he'd be arrested and off television, and Jim Cornette wouldn't be in the world anymore. I don't know if celebrating someone, wishing someone. Wow. I don't know if wishing someone's death would be cool to do on Twitter, though. That's not
1: really. <laughs> yeah, you got to draw the line somewhere. My God.
0: <laughs> is he really a cuckold? I, is that legit? I wonder if that's. Yeah, man. How do you know that? What's What's the
1: confirmation there? Because there was like the whole thing with the wrestling. Yeah. Um, like the Joe, it was his name, Joey Ryan and all that. The me too thing going on wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Cornette's name got dragged into it because his wife was like expecting different wrestlers to service her. And in the stories, it came out that Cornette would watch.
0: Is it possible that Kevin Steen banged his wife, and that's why he doesn't like Kevin Owens. Is that possible?
1: No, I doubt. I doubt that. Okay, okay. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Jim Cornette's wife or not? No, no. Oh, please, please, let me see your reaction.
0: Okay. Let's check out Jim Cornette's wife. I hope, it, I hope it doesn't pop up. That is crazy. I'll be writing. Sh- I'll be writing shotgun. I will let her kick beat. What is that? I will let her kick beat the pests out of him, uh, dude. I, I've, I can't believe celebrities are social media warring right in front of us. What fucking dorks! I mean, that's like Facebook shit, like from somebody in high school you haven't seen in 20 years wishing death on you. Like, you don't even know me. <laughs> I don't blame him, though. Jim Grant's kind of a dildo. Yeah. I just buried the guy for him. I mean, I think it'd be more than that. Jim Grant, wave of cues. Of, oh, that was from last year. Okay, that's what you were talking about.
1: Yeah. yeah. But did you see a picture of her yet? First of all, are you sure it's not his daughter? Uh, let me see what you're looking at.
0: It's not his daughter. I'm kidding. It's a... It's a, it's a... Okay. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna, this is the picture. This is the picture I'm going to... Uh, this is... Cause she, look. Okay. I know why... You're not vibing with it. I can see. I, I don't know. She's bigger. Definitely a big girl. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. Yeah. That's the picture.
0: Yeah. She's a gothy big girl and she looks very young for an old man. Yeah. Dude, and they're definitely probably- an S She's definitely an S as a, as a person who's in an S I'm telling you that bitch is an S and M telling you right now. Yeah. And I definitely could think, and Jim Cornette, if anyone you think know has a foot fetish, and I, we smell our own, Jim Cornette's got a foot fetish up his ass, too. Probably into getting pegged, <laughs> frankly. That's what you have here, folks. High spots and cheap pops. We're breaking story. Jim Cornette gets pegged and watches his wife get fucked. We heard. Just to well. ensure we don't get sued. That's a great story. I, I I can't wait. I'm gonna put that Jim Cornette shit on the uh, on the on the old YouTube there. Woohoo! We do stuff like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I figured it, I figured I'd bring it to your attention. And I, I, I thought you might run with. It. I was I was a little surprised you didn't hear about it. But yeah, man, that's like, I was not that's crazy.
0: You know, I honestly was very busy this week uh, doing uh, a lot of school stuff and things like that. I'm taking a little break here, dude. By
1: the way. Um, no, no, understood. Yeah. Um, then, then we'll get.
0: Then we'll come back and we'll do the match, the girls' women's match. Yeah. In detail.
1: Yeah. Like honestly, man, there's more important things in life than like uh, you know Miro and, and Jim Cornette beefing on Twitter. But yeah, when was, I saw I don't that, know, I that, mean, that was
0: back some and good. That, dude, ragging and Jim Cornette was, I thought, was some, some of our best stuff we've done so far. To be honest <laughs> with Yeah,
1: definitely. Your your imitation of him cutting a promo on himself. You got to keep that in there. and this
0: fucking guy he's pissed off because Bruce fucking Pritchard has more downloads I mean he fucking thinks Bruce Pritchard's a fucking idiot and he is but he's better than fucking Jim Cornette (laughs) guy with a fucking tennis racket what the fuck are you doing with a tennis racket and you know his fat ass hasn't been playing tennis in 30 fucking years he just said, he just goes <laughs> off and this mean shit. It's the if it wasn't so mean, it would be hilarious. I might, we might have Jim, we might have Bizarro Jim Cornell on the show more often. I'll dress up like him.
1: Yeah, I think that, I think you're, I think you're tapping into something, man, and I'm fine with it.
0: Bizarro, Bizarro Jim Cornette. In fact, maybe Jim, maybe Bizarro Jim Cornette will do the the picks for Fastlane this week. Uh, yeah, that would be good. I think we're gonna roll with that one. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll set it up, dude. I'm gonna get called off stage. We're like, all right, when we start doing it. And I'll be like, all right, well, I got, oh shit, man, I gotta go. I I do have a special, you know, and it's gonna. I got, oh, I should go get a tennis. Oh, where's the tennis racket? My wife has a bunch of tennis rackets. I gotta go. Get, I should have one. I just, I put a dude. I put a blazer on.
1: Yeah, that will definitely work.
0: Or we we could review raw. I could do Jim Corden doing raw.
1: <laughs> reviewing Ron, just how everything's terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he doesn't like
1: anything. Yeah, except- I'll start listening. To- he yeah. likes
0: FTR yeah. and MJF. End I'll start blood.
1: listening to his podcast a little bit.
0: <laughs> um, it's just too negative. <laughs> I don't, and I don't like. I don't. It just, it's just too much hate. I, I have. I've listened to it, and it just. Mm. Like, dude, he can't, like, if he mentions somebody, he has to say something shitty about him. And so then fucking Jungle Boy, whoever, this fucking little goof, looks like is about 120 pounds soaking fucking wet, and then they have another guy, and I know you can't say the word midget anymore. I don't know what the fuck he is. He's like four foot three or some shit, and he's supposed to be a fucking professional fucking wrestler.
1: (laughs) It's fucking
0: hilarious, dude. It
1: was Marco's stunt as if his growth was
0: stunted. Oh, my God. He probably did say that. He said he has a lot of stupid jokes like that. He says a lot of, like, really corny, <laughs> punny jokes like that. On top of yeah. just, like, abusive
1: fucking ramblings. <laughs> He's like this. He goes like this. He's like, Darby Allen, you're a weenie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey brother it's Jake hey Jake what the fuck man what's going on <laughs> hey, uh, look uh, you know I'm, I'm losing I think I'm losing the people here I need something, need something to say to Darby Allen Darby Allen that fucking hot it. dog he's a fucking hot dog you know what you say to him Stan looks like a fucking you should get a fucking bun he's a fucking hot dog he's a weighty you say to him fuck it fucking punk what is he about 123 pounds with a <laughs> goddamn big hat on Fuck him. <laughs> I like Sting, though. He's cool. It's <laughs>
1: Sting's out Just there. Yeah. don't say too I'm much. Stud. Yeah, don't don't mess too much with Sting. Just be like Sting, Stinger, Sting. Don't 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 tell the line too much. <laughs> Fucking Darby Allen Sting Sting
0: looks like it's bring your kid to work day <laughs> 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 Fucking Darby <laughs> Allen <laughs> What is he five foot six? Shit. Jimmy Hart's bigger than that motherfucker, you know what I mean?
1: Oh man. <laughs> My wife's dimples are taller. But <laughs>
0: Now, this guy, he got a big old fucking cock right there. He can fuck you in your ass. And this guy, well, no, let him fuck you in your pussy. This one's got a smaller dick. He can fit it in your ass. What do you think? And I'll be over here jerking off the mistress's feet. Oh, man. I don't know how much I'm keeping of that, but I'm making videos of every fucking Jim Cornette thing ever. <laughs> All right. So... We are back. High spots and cheap pops. Vlad the Impaler. Now it is time for the PSD de resistance of the night. Yes. And a match that and I gonna, that was, I believe, a major step forward in a lot of ways for the women's division and specifically for Britt Baker. What a fucking match that was. A match that wasn't for a title, but brought everybody in. It set the internet ablaze how good this match was. And you talked about it, Britt Baker, you, no one's going to convince me that anyone's better than Britt Baker in the world right now. That's how I feel about it. That's how good I think she is. The way she moved, the story she told, all her, bo- her facial expressions, the way she opened the bag of tacks, the fact that she is a bad ass and will do whatever it takes in terms of hardcore. You saw how she definitely is getting some pointers from her boyfriend. You could just tell like a lot of things were so smooth in that match. And it was so brutal. Great finish started out hot right out of the gate with her beating the shit out of her on the outside. I forget what the move she hit her with on the outside, but this match was everything that it could be. And I think it was, as you said, and you alluded to that Britt Baker was really, even though she lost, she came out as the winner, and everyone is, she, she put herself on the map that, I think a lot of people thought she was going to be on before, but she definitely did. And I think she became the face of the division after this. And she already probably was, but this is de facto her moment where she says, I'm the fucking woman who runs this division. That's how good it was.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I mean, that was the match that brought her into the stratosphere at that point, man. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, that's, uh, the, the best women's match in AEW history. That's the high watermark right now. And that's the one that everybody else has to be. <clears throat> so, you know, kudos to her. She, uh, Britt did a great job. Uh, every time she used a super kick, I'm like, up oh, little Adam Cole influence yeah. <laughs> there. And just the timing of him not even just using the move, but just when, yeah, that was the thing that got me, you know, and you and I both like Adam Cole and we pick up on that. Um, yeah, it just, it, they needed that match. And actually, you know what? Like, Was it a week ago, two weeks ago? You and I discussed this match, and we're like, what's going on with this match? Why is this main eventing?
0: Yeah.
1: And lo and behold, they had a clinic in mind, and they unleashed it. And, uh, you know, I'd love to Mick Foley's, like, feedback on that match. Uh, I, I mean, my God, even Terry Funk, somebody like, who, like who's been on that side of it and i mean yeah what's that
0: i'm saying mick, mick foley did tweet something about how he was really impressed he approved of it kind of thing um so he did that oh, okay great I, yeah i, I didn't know, see that yet but yeah but-
1: that's awesome yeah mick foley was out there mick foley no that's great and uh, yeah, he's like very into like the AEW feedback and stuff it seems and uh he's keeping his finger on that, on that pulse for sure. So, Uh, but yeah, it it was a good, very good main event. And honestly, if you were just a casual fan or even not a fan of wrestling and you were turning on to TNT for some reason, and you saw those two women doing that for free on TV, uh, you're going to probably be intrigued and and might tune back next week to see further what happens on that show. Yeah. More people watching. It was a great moment for them.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, What I think was important is that you said this earlier a couple minutes ago. They needed this. The women's division needed this match. Britt Baker needed this match to be exactly what that match was. And I have been a huge – since she turned heel, same thing with Bailey. I have been a huge fan of Britt Baker and you were kind of whatever about her for that for a little bit before she really got rolling, particularly when she was in the wheelchair. But my wife and I were on board with her as soon as she turned heel. I love the dynamic with Rebel and God bless Rebel. Rebel was hilarious when she gave Rebels reactions. Just when she gave Britt the the bag of tax. she goes, yeah, right right to the camera. It's like, like, so the dynamic there so yeah i laughed at that and i i it's a little too early for me to say it but right now i am putting i'm going to be the first one to say it brit baker might be the best women wrestler in the world right now that's what i said i said it i just said it that's what that match meant that's how much i love that match and i'll take it a step further that is the best non-title women's match i've ever seen now, if you can give me another one, hmm. please tell me.
1: Uh, I mean, listen, uh, I went off of Melcher's list, and uh, I'd agree with what he had out there. Uh, and that was probably the highest non title match that was on there, so I can't really disagree right off the top of my head. Well,
0: look at that, yeah. I mean, where, where were the other ones? I'm assuming Bailey, Sasha, Brooklyn,
1: yeah, NXT Takeover. Um, then the other one was Bailey. i oh, no, I'm sorry, it was uh, Sasha Charlotte in one of their matches. Um, I forget which one, I think it was the one that was in Boston. And then oh, hell then on. they had Charlotte. No, it wasn't that one. Uh it was it was another one. Um and then there was Becky Charlotte was another one. So like and then I think those were the three matches that they had in front of them, in front of uh uh Britt Baker and uh Thunder Rosa.
0: It was the Becky Charlotte from Revolution,
1: correct? Uh, I'm not sure offhand. I mean, you can look it up and...
0: It was week last in uh, standing?
1: I, I forget. I don't know. Okay.
0: It was probably that one. <laughs> that, that match was great. That match stole the show because everyone wanted it to be Nikki Bella because she's the big fucking reality star even though she couldn't... Even though fucking Nikki Bella doesn't know a fucking wrestling, wrestling hold from a fucking so cold or anything kind of hold anyway that didn't work out. we'll just edit that one out um uh, yeah i mean i i would agree with him too i i really fell in love with this match and i have become a huge baker fan and the reaction she got on twitter it was, it was it's just really cool to see someone young who's been working really hard to, to reach that pinnacle and it was good for her to get that reaction. I'm sure it felt really good and gratifying for her because she's busted her ass. She's only been doing this for I think five years. And for her to be at the level she's at is great. Just, just the way yep. she any and she doesn't give a shit. Blood all over her face. And she just smiles. The one time her tooth was knocked out with the blood all running down her face. I mean, she is a bad yep. ass woman, dude. She really is. So I'm all in. I'm all in on her. And Thunder Rosa is She's a ring general, man, and she she really did did a, a really good job, did a solid job, uh, and look, she was great too. They both were. They both – both women brought it, and they earned their stripes. They were given the – you know what they say? Give the women the opportunity. Well, they were given the opportunity, and they knocked it out of the fucking parking, so congratulations to them.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd agree, agree. with completely love that. Yep. Yeah.
0: So next week we'll look at we'll we'll get into uh, later on next week we'll start talking about AEW. Uh, not sure what what's on the agenda. We're going to see the first pinnacle match, but we'll get into that a little bit more next week. Uh, check out our next episode. We're going to get into WWE. It is the last show before Fastlane, and we're going to have picks. We're going to have a lot of cool things. So check us out here in High Spots and Cheap Pops. Check us out on Facebook. Vlad, you're gonna have your you're gonna have your great posts about your predictions, the official predictions this weekend.
1: Yes, absolutely. You are They'll money. There.
0: That. And by the way, folks, if you get if you have an opportunity, definitely check out uh, the impaler's words. He's uh, one of the best wrestling writers out there for sure. So check him out. And I'm not saying that because he's on the other side. I'm saying that because he's genuinely he comes at a perspective that not many people do. Kind of a dildo though makes fun of me for no reason. <laughs> Hurts my feelings. So, but thanks for joining us. Vlad, you got anything else for us?
1: Nope. I'd say we're all good, man.
0: Not the best color guy in baseball for no reason, folks. This is Silicon Steve Allen from Vlad the Impala. This is High Spots of Cheap Ops. We'll see
1: you guys
0: next time on Spotify. No, I'll have to redo that. Anyway. All right. High spots and cheap pops. Ah, we're on the road to WrestleMania, Vlad the Impaler on the other side I'm Silicon Steve Valley, and we are talking WWE, just got finished looking at SmackDown, and we are set for this Sunday's pay-per-view, last 24 WrestleMania. Vlad the Impaler, are you as excited as I am?
1: I mean, you said we're on the road to WrestleMania, and it's like forty miles of bad road. <laughs> road is like what it looks like. Um, it, we're taking the backroads. Taking the backroads. It's, it's, it's really a
0: city.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like um, just potholes, flooded out portions. Um, I, some dude named Reginald. I don't know what the hell's happening here.
0: Their booking is like how I go shopping when I'm stoned off my ass. So, yeah, it's not it. even exaggerating. I'm like, "Oh, the milk, I should go this way." It, Fuck, the peanut butter's over here. Ah. So, yeah, they got a lot of different things happening that which we we talked about. We're going to use some of that when we use in pre-production. It, it really does We'll start with Raw. We'll go over that briefly. Nothing to write home about at all. Lashley and McIntyre. No. You talked about it. No build whatsoever. Like, and it's it's just like a wet fart, man, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Um, and those guys have some history, you know, even in other federations. So it's like it's just you know, like, Hey, all right. It's no doubt McIntyre deserves to go against Lashley. Uh, this is the best that we got and just roll with the people. And it's like, okay, all right. I guess we'll pretend and just, you know, bypass any sort of semblance of a storyline, but it is what it is. I mean, okay, we'll deal with it. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure we're going to watch it and just do it anyways. Um, so we don't really even have a choice in the matter, especially with no live crowd reaction to this. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what the alternatives was. And, and that's one of the things that we were sort of talking about, with Sheamus versus McIntyre. There's, like, no sort of stipulation. And just when lose, or draw, McIntyre's going to go and uh, be there against Lashley, which um, I like Drew McIntyre. I'm a, a, a fan of his. I wouldn't say I'm, like, running out and buying his merchandise. But I'm actually hoping Lashley wins at WrestleMania. I'm, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit of a title reign. And having him continue this because I'm more more sort of uh, curious about where this is going with him and the Hurt business than anything else on Raw. So, you know, beyond that, man, Raw is just a yeah. And I have no idea what to really say otherwise. I mean, the the tag team title thing—like, how do you take the tag team titles away from the Hurt business right now? Why? You have just it. to throw it on New Day, just for AJ, yeah, for AJ and and his bodyguard to wrestle them. I don't get it. it.
0: just to give AJ something to do at WrestleMania is what it comes down to.
1: It's what it really, yeah.
0: literally comes down to. And and they're gonna have a they're gonna have a good match. But the tag team division, mm-hmm. it just that's why I don't give a fuck about their tag team titles. That's why FTR said we don't care if you give us a tag team titles. We're leaving these tag tens tag team division. Mm-hmm means jack shit so i'm not excited about it i don't care good for aj get become a grand slam champion or whatever it'll mean for his career mm. if he wins it's just it's just again it's no build wet fart wet fart build and that's a main that's that's going to be a tag title match at WrestleMania. fuck whatever stupid yep so you got mcintyre lashley yeah don't darn whatever um, which is going to be a good match? And these are all going to be good matches, folks. The WWE puts on decent matches usually. You know, I mean, they're cookie cutter. They usually are the same fucking thing, but they feel the same. Remember a phrase: "They feel the same." You know, you know, where you, where you look at other yeah. styles, you have different different wrestlers have different styles. A lot of these people, they are booked and they are under the same stylistic umbrella, which is unfortunate. Um. So I don't know, but that we, and, uh, you know what, dude, I'll use a lot of the stuff from earlier for the raw episode too. Cause I thought a lot of it was good okay. we don't have to reiterate it, you know, because we'll I thought a lot of it was good. We can use before we, you know, some of it yeah, was, yeah. I, yeah. I, we can just go right into SmackDown smack down here. So, uh,
1: one thing, hey, you know what, it's one thing, uh, let me, uh, let me bring up, uh, in, I just have a thought on my mind. Hold on one second. Um, let me collect myself real quick before we move on to SmackDown about Raw. Um, oh, this is it. Uh, as far as they're booking on Raw, right? And them not having anything to provide. One of the key things that's been missing in recent weeks is none other than Keith Lee. Big mystery surrounding him. And certain dirt sheets, I know you're not a big dirt sheet guy, but basically what they're throwing out there is that uh, the quote is that Vince McMahon doesn't quote, unquote, get Lee, So therefore they're not even putting him, they're giving him the Alistair Black treatment (laughs) at this moment. And it's like, you know what, like that guy's like in tune with the fans. Um, The fans react to him. He's a big dude that can move but Vince doesn't quote unquote get him so you know what from what I have read like he's not even showing up they have nothing that's well, so just another aspect of Raw you know and it is what it is at this point
0: yeah I mean that might be the case it might not but let's just talk about the, the reality is that it's another waste of talent that could get called up to NXT into an abyss it's just another it, one you know absolutely it's another that's, one they have, they've amassed yeah. so much talent. That's why everyone, again, we've talked about it. That's why we're so disappointed with WWE because they have this, all this fucking talent that we're not getting a chance to see blossom and perform for us because an old man who doesn't get today's wrestling style anymore is still emperor. And you know what? Yeah. He fucking deserves it because he's the most influential man that in the history of the business will ever see. So he deserves it. We'll have to fucking deal with it, and, but it's stupid. And and so what's the Hurt Business going to do? I mean, at least have a – they'll probably have a triangle match because they don't they do that in WrestleMania to get everyone on the card? They have a bunch of three-way matches. They'll probably have a fucking six-man, um, a six-man ladder match. Actually, they might not have it this year. It looks like they're going yeah. for um, – but we'll get into – we'll go into the card for into that a little bit later. But, yeah, Raw is just – I mean, the Randy Orton and Fiend thing, which we talked – which we touched on, just, yeah, garbage. Just went up and down this – and I'm sorry. Drew McIntyre, I've soured on him since he put that kilt on. And I don't know if it's because of the kilt. Maybe I'm racist toward my own people, but uh. – you're, you're Scottish? Yeah, I got some Scot – I got some Scot in me. Wow. I used to have some Scotch in me, if you know what I mean, but – yeah, 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 Those are the good old days. But uh no, but at the same time, I you know, I I just when he did the sword thing, it's just the fact about him is that he was kind of this he had this indie vibe to him. Even though mm-hmm. he was a big fucking dude and he got a start in WWE, he really cut his teeth on the indies, and that's how he became a great wrestler. And yeah. now they're giving him this sword, they're giving him this mystique and this persona that he never really had before. Just to give him something. Oh, let's give, let's give him a kilt, Scottish. Piper was Scottish. We should get the red one. The red one. The red one. Uh, it's passe.
2: But
0: yeah, it's just uh, you know. I don't know. So that's getting stale. And like I said before, I think it, you're missing that secondary title now. Where the little guy. Look at all the look who has all these championships. Matt Riddle's your smallest champion. He's not exactly small. Yeah, no. all all the guys like AJ Styles and even Seth Rollins to a lesser extent—they're all on the back burner right now.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, they are,
0: man. Oh. But so shifting gears, let's go to a, a decent episode of SmackDown. Not great. Uh, I did like a couple things. Uh, did you see how much did you see of SmackDown? Did you know about it? Did you see a lot of
1: it or not really? Yeah, uh, I saw none of it, and you were going to go and talk to me about it and get my reaction.
0: I know that. I was trying to act like we didn't know that, and I was going to talk to you like it was a natural conversation.
1: It's fine. <laughs> so, so you start the conversation saying, "Hey, what you, you saw this right?" And I'm like, and we "No, we on the same page. Man. I didn't see any of it.
0: No, no, no finger pointing. We weren't. On the, we weren't on the same page, babe. It's all good."
1: We're on the same page.
0: Just to say that, how about that?
1: Is it a point? And so it's like, uh, yeah. You put me on the spot, and you're like, uh, okay, I guess I'll just dream book SmackDown for tonight and act like an idiot.
0: <laughs> All right. So anyway, so we're so we're moving on to SmackDown, and it opened the show with a women's t- SmackDown championship match: Sasha Banks against my whole, I mean Nia Jax. And, you know, it was uh, a situation at the end. Shayna Baszler got into the ring, and I guess she kicked her partner down by accident, causing her the match. And they talked about it later on. So they're building some kind of feud, which we knew. Again, oh, two single stars, make them a tag team, and then split them up for a (gasps) storyline. Okay, cool. Yep. Cool, cool. Like, I'm not even going to spend any time bitching about it because that's what they do. That's what they fucking do. It doesn't matter if it's men or women. That's what they do with their tag division. This is disgusting.
1: Anyway. Well, let me just add one thing. I wrote about it this week. They are really mishandling the women's tag belts, and they're totally mishandling this feud between Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, especially that.
0: And tonight didn't. Tonight took an interesting turn, actually, and I'll we'll get into that. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Seth Rollins came out. I fast-forwarded through it, kind of promo about how people don't like him or people treated him like shit, but they respected him. And Anyway, Shinsuke came out and beat him up a little bit, so they're feuding now. I guess they're fighting at – now they're fighting at Fastlane. Nothing – I'm not – whatever. I mean, that was another kind of fart-and-win babyface turn for Shinsuke. Whatever. I'm not even – Fast-forwarded through Rey Mysterio and his kid versus the Street Profits. But the Dirty Dogs, which is idiotic too, uh, because they spell it with a W, they were doing color commentary. And Rey Mysterio and Dominic beat the Street Profits. So the Mysterios are really – they're becoming a little bit of a viable tag team here. Beating the former, uh, one of the only tag teams that are actually in the WWE.
1: So there's that. Yeah, but, yeah I'm not big into them. And honestly, I'm tired of, of uh, Rude and uh, Ziggler as well.
0: I'm tired of them. I didn't watch them that much. Um, I, yeah. They were on commentary. I didn't. Again, I fast forwarded it. I'm assuming they talked shit on both teams. In a very oh, funny yeah. way. That's what I, you know. Yeah. Um, the mead and dastardly Otis and Gable then face Rey Mysterio. So moments after overcoming Dantes or uh, Street Profits, Mysterios were bested in an impromptu challenge from Gable and Otis. When Otis's devastating splash off the second rope got them the victory. So there's that. So what? Okay, cool. Why are they? All right. I guess that's a tag team now to be on the lookout for. Um, I did hear that Shorty G's contract is almost up coming up this year. Yeah. And I think you told me that. That is going to be exciting. Because everybody everybody that knows wrestling knows how good this kid's going to be. Everybody. Just needs the opportunity.
1: He's comedian. And you you see who's welcoming him, right?
0: No, what was that? Yeah, you mentioned it, but please uh, remind me.
1: Yeah, FTR is already like making, like sort of, uh, let's put it this way, illusions towards him, and they're big fans of his. So that's somebody who I could see them like getting into AEW, oh, my God. and who knows where he'll go from there.
0: I mean, if you can Within go back it. and watch any tag team, you want to see some great tag team matches in WWE, you go back and watch American Alpha and FTR. When they were the Revival. Yeah. Holy shit. Those were some classics. That was the first time I say I remember, I think that was that was before DIY, correct? If I'm not mistaken? Uh,
1: that was around the same time. Uh, but I yeah, I think uh, it was slightly before. It was like AOP... America Alpha and Revival going at it.
0: So I'll tell you what man, that was the first you told me that was you told me about Revival and they were facing American Alpha and I just couldn't believe how good that match that bash was. The first one I saw. So uh, you yeah. know what, again, it's just what you see in AEW. It's just there's so much to do in AEW. It just you get excited to start to think about some of these possibilities. But again, that's all we'll see what happens. You get excited about that because you're optimistic they're going to do something good. Where WWE, it's like, oh, cool. Like, they got this guy. Oh, I mean, he'll be cool in NXT for a while. You know,
1: <laughs> that's pretty much my yeah. Yeah, and really, what it comes down to now is like with WWE, it's like I'm I'm just waiting to see how they're basically not going to go and apply the talent correctly, and that's where I have an issue with like the way they're handling the Bianca Belair like feud with Sasha Banks. They're, they're nowhere near the women's tag team champions in uh, that feud, and and honestly, like what I wrote in, uh, on our page, Reginald. Like, why is he the, the the center point of these two championships? Why is some dude who's nothing but a glorified James Elworth uh, out there? Because we haven't seen that before. And basically, he's the he's the linchpin for both of these feuds. Bianca Belair and Sasha have enough personality on their own to go figure out what to do and how to do it, okay? And now I got to go and watch him show off his threads on not this last SmackDown, but the SmackDown previous to this while a match is going on, they cut to him, I think two or three times to show off his new threads and he's dancing up there and just being a distraction and, and a complete distraction for the home audience. And again, that's another uh, creative decision to go and do that. And I can almost feel like Adam Graves, just cringing at how bad this is <laughs> It's legitimately the more legitimately the worst part of SmackDown. And you have, Two very talented um, superstars in the making here. I mean, Sasha Banks, literally five months, kicked the shit out of Boba Fett. (laughs) This is a crossover talent. okay? Bianca Belair is on the verge of becoming a household name. And what do they do? Oh, Reginald. Why is Reginald even in the same breath as these two ladies? Vince
0: probably likes him or Pritchard likes him. They think he has some good entertainment value. I guess.
2: Uh,
1: it's such it's such garbage, man. Yeah, I I, I I don't even want to get into the thinking as to why. Just I'm angry at the fact that it is. So yeah, it's just um it's one of the issues that I have with SmackDown. It's it's actually probably the only issue I have really with SmackDown. Like Otis and Gable, you just mentioned, I'm waiting for them to start jo- Otis anymore. Is he a heel? Is he a funny? Is he Chris Farley or is he uh King Kong Bundy? Vince don't know. Um Chad Gable, if he's not gonna go and sign up, they're gonna drop him drop that guy out, man. And the and the kids he's a he's a talented wrestler, man. So you know it is what it is. And then oh, by the way, uh Ziggler, he's from the Cleveland area, right?
0: He asked. That's why he Miz are best buds.
1: Probably back okay. In the so there's FBA. the dirty. So, and not that you would mind that tag team, Um, but yeah, you know what? Like there, there's your dirty dogs reference. Like, hey, Ziggler's at the point where, hey, let's refer to NFL teams I root for. Okay, you know, Um, I guess the Toronto Argonauts was not cool enough for rude side of things. So, you know, yeah, I've had enough of, of, of of like Ziggler ziggler would needs a good ziggler would be good to go to japan at this point i think i think he needs to change the scenery man
0: i like when kevin owens cut that promo on him he's like it wasn't me it should have been me it shouldn't be me well maybe it should have been you or could have been you but maybe in about eight years ago it kind of was you but not really
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny man and when he said yeah, when
0: Alberto uh, Del Rito left when Alberto Del Rito, came, Del Rito came back, Del Rito, that's what I call him. Alberto Del Rito came back, uh, and Kevin Owens said, Guess what? He said, Everyone, you came back, nobody cares. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> it was so true. Nobody. Cares true. To
1: totally true.
0: That's another thing. John Cena has one of the best U.S. title runs in the history of that title, possibly the best. And uh, that's a shoot. And then they bring this jerk-off back who, by the way, whatever, jobs him out right away. And it's like, that's the one time I was, like, really pissed off Cena lost. I was like, why the fuck did Cena just drop the title to Del Rito?
1: Yep. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was bullshit.
0: But that's just one of those things. It's like, a, ah, remember he was a, people loved him. No, they didn't. No one loved him. I don't know. I wasn't watching back then.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, that's one of the things I've read that, like, that was a big um, point of contention between Triple H and Vince. Vince thought Del Rio was, like, a superstar, like, a crossover Spanish guy, you know? And Triple H is just like, ah, this guy sucks. Like, he's rolling his eyes. We can't do anything with him. And, oh, by the way, he's a piece of human garbage. Yeah, he is a piece of shit. He is. Bigger bigger dick than Stephanie. Wow, look at you taking measurements.
0: Well, I have jerked off the page videos before. Full disclosure. Oh, okay. Attractive woman. Hmm. God bless her. Sorry about that, Paige. Anyway, so uh, King Corbin, this is where the night kind of worked for me. I fast-forward through the match because Corbin was on it, obviously. But I noticed at the end there was some... There was some visual rick and a racket happening with Kevin Owens, actually. Oh, Kevin Owens was out. And I guess last week, Sammy actually asked Kevin to be part of the documentary that Sammy is shooting. So I saw as that, part, yeah, that's yeah. part of the story. They're wrapping up the documentary right now. And he had a match with Corbin. Something happened with the referee. Was kind of bitching at Sammy. Stopped Sammy from doing something illegal. And got distracted. Sammy got upset. Corbin hit him with uh, the end of days. Wins the match. Gets out. And then Sammy goes to Kevin. Sammy. Or Kevin. Did you see that? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. And then Kevin basically said, "Nah, it's not bullshit. You should have lost. What have you. And then... Kevin Owens turned, really turned this way, and I, so I was like, well, Sammy's going to have to come in and kick him in the face, and then two seconds later, Sammy kicks him right in the face, so <laughs> you're setting up, Kevin did this really, like, pronounced turn, so he, mm-hmm. he, so you'd make sense where he wouldn't see the peripheral of the little Huluva kick, Huluva kick, I ran mean, out have air there, Yeah. so the positive about that, 2016, Sammy and Kevin had one of the best matches of the year. These guys are going to steal the show if they're going to wrestle at WrestleMania. First of all, kind of fast forwarding it though. Another not a little like you couldn't do a better build with these two fucking guys. And
1: you're just setting this up now. But whatever. Doesn't- Listen, there's 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 not there's not there's not enough history there, man.
0: No, but it's going to be a great match and they're going to tell a good story for the next three weeks. So it's better than what it's better than nothing. I mean, they, neither one of them are no. <laughs> really involved in anything. <clears throat> so, hey, hey why, why do
1: we uh, don't we put that? it be fine. Yeah, I was being sarcastic. I was like, oh, you know, of all things, like you know, they can't they can't take it to this. These guys' history from El Generico to Kevin Steen and yeah. to their time in NXT, which is basically what made me an NXT fan, was when when Kevin Owens turned on him that first night. It was great. Yeah, it was. It but, was- yeah, let's just let's jam them down our throats again, and you know, just, we have a two week buildup. Let's do it now.
0: I hope there's one day where those two guys are fighting for the major titles of of either show. I really do. I really do. But we'll see. <coughs> yeah. Not anytime soon. I need big guys. Muscles. Big, sweaty muscles. Fuck that shit out of Mrs. Cornette. You think Vince ever fucked? You know what? The thing is, is, I don't think these big-time wrestlers would be banging her. She's kind of big.
1: No, these are guys that are hoping to make it into the business, and he's, like, wielding power over them.
0: That's actually pretty shrewd. <laughs> Some dangerous liaisons right there. <laughs> Eyes wide shut, Just kind of shook. Anyways, um, <laughs> then, then, so we have that going on, but I'm excited about that. It's Those two guys are going to make whatever they're given work and work well. So hopefully they give them time. Then, weird man, really weird promo, I thought. First of all, okay. Biggie and Apollo Cruz, they are really building up steam and building up heat. Mm-hmm. So Biggie is going to defend the Intercontinental title against Apollo Cruz, who obviously changed his gimmick a few weeks ago when he turned heel. He is now, apparently, he now speaks with an accent. So, yeah. I mean, I guess over time you can lose an accent, but can you gain an accent? I don't know. I don't know. And it's funny because you can tell it's a fake accent. He's probably mimicking somebody in his family because he's Nigerian, you know, and that is a lot of that is a shoot. So. Mm-hmm. It's just goofy sounding, though. Oh, you don't understand. Maybe you don't deserve. Like, he's just using... It's just ridiculous. And it's just... I don't buy it. I'm not buying into it. The thing is, he's really talented, but I'm just not buying into his character. But before that, Biggie cut a real weird... It was emotional, but it was really weird. It was... He was almost... I don't know. He he was almost manic. You gotta watch hmm. it. He, I I can't describe it. Okay. He, he was like, no, Paulo, no, Paulo. He was like really acting. He was, <laughs> he was really like losing his shit. He was so upset his friend betrayed him. Like it, was, like we see We see friends a lot bigger than that betray each other, and they don't act like that. He was just like, Apollo, no, it's done. We're done. You took about records in the A.C. There's no reconciliation. You got two days. And then he said, but it was a good promo. It was interesting, but it was different than you ever would expect from Big E. It was not angry, intense Big E or goofy Big E. It was really, really sad, but angry Big E. And it was just one ever.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, it was like two weeks ago, uh, the, the one I saw too. He, uh, Big E was sort of... Um, scratching that surface as well. It was a little bit more emotional. um, You know, a little bit like he was close to snapping.
0: Yeah, and he did snap tonight, so I don't know what his accent annoyed me, so I fast-forwarded it. Uh, I guess he said something at Biggie Attacked him. So they are setting up for the Intercontinental title on Sunday. Next match, Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler doing that thing with WWE does so very often. Let's have two matches. And they'll intertwine in storylines. That way we get more content. (laughs) Smart. So Bianca Belair, just like Sasha, beats Shayna Baszler, actually actually ends in a no contest. I'm sorry. Um, It originally started out with Sasha coming out to support because Nia came out with Shayna. So Sasha, because Bianca was by herself, came out, looked like she was going to back up because Bianca backed her up during her match. But then Sasha said, you know what? I think you got this girl, love you. And then she left and bounced on her. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Sasha kind of maintaining that little edge, that little heel edge that she's always had. So I like that. Not that she's a heel, but she does those little things where she still cares for number one. And this is going to be fun. Why don't we add some more shit to this tag team division? So on the same night that the WWE Fastlane tag team partners squared off, Bianca and Shayna, and Baszler collided. And as they were met, they were wrestling... The obviously this this the probably the hottest up and coming tag team in the women's division, the natural fit of Natalia and Tamina comes in, beats the shit out of everybody, and showed why they should be in the tag team title match at Fastlane in two days. So there's that. So it looks like we might have some Natalia and Tamina involved in a three-way dance at Fastlane for titles that mean jack shit.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't even know what to say, man. It's I, like, I, I sensed this with the Tamina and Natalia thing uh, a week ago when they ended up winning in that match. And I'm like, that was the match where Reg, Reginald was like dancing on the table. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, they're going to really put a belt on Tamina, aren't they? That's they, what I was feeling.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Reginald was not there tonight. I for, they had a reason for it. I forget what it was, but uh, I don't know what the real reason was. Maybe he got COVID because they had another outbreak, apparently, at, at the Performance Center.
1: So... You know it was another person that you know was another person I read that wasn't there for for either NXT or uh raw John moxley triple H oh so, so you think yeah
0: you think triple H might have uh, the covid
1: I'm not saying that but like it was noted that he was not at either show and Vince was evidently uh, behavior of certain people at NXT. So, I don't know what happened there, man, but looks like they were playing uh, with the COVID dice.
0: And Vince has been really anti. Apparently, there's a lot of speculation. Uh, Meltzer has confirmed that Vince was freaking the fuck out that there were a lot of stars that were out and about not wearing masks, going out to parties and not following the proper protocol and because the WWE has gotten such terrible press for their the way they've handled the COVID this entire past year, it's yep. just another black eye for Vince. So Vince is freaking the fuck out because it's, he's got stockholders to worry about, you know. He, if it was just his company, he would just tell you to fuck off. Back be, you know, don't forget, back before the WWE was a was a publicly traded company. Vince told Bob Costas. Mm-hmm. Remember the Bob Costas interview? Vince did not care. He told you exactly what he thought. Oh, yeah. Now he got stock orders. To he can't. He gotta. He's got to toe the line a little bit.
1: You know? Yeah. So. And and in addition to that thought, he's also leading into the biggest event of the year for him. And it's also the first event that they're going to have a live audience, which I think they're go- they settled in, I think on 25,000 people a show. So again, this is going to be big and he needs his entire staff to be there. And if they're not being careful, uh, it's really a bad time to get sick. So I can see why he's getting pissed. I actually agree with Vince. Oh, absolutely. 1000%, honestly. Uh,
0: then the... Main event of the night, Edge makes his return after 10 years off of SmackDown, and he beats Jey Uso, not really a surprise there. Edge and the special enforcer, the winner would be the special enforcer in the Roman Reigns-Daniel Bryan match, uh, which adds a nice little wrinkle to it. So I'm starting to look a little bit more and more like it's going to be Daniel Bryan added to this at WrestleMania, if I had to guess. But, um, yeah, so the match was weird. I fast forward through a good portion of it. I did watch the end, and Uso was kind of in control. He hit a splash, and then he, Edge kicked out. And then it was just – they kind of shuffled around a little bit, and then Edge just went off the rope, hit him with a spear, and then it was over. And it was almost surprising because it was so anticlimactic. But that wasn't really the big part of the story. The big part of the story is Roman Reigns comes out, and Spears Edge right away calls out Daniel Bryan. When Daniel Bryan goes in, he gets attacked by Jey Uso. Jey Uso then throws him in the ring. And then Edge, or I'm sorry, Roman, then Spears, Daniel Bryan, and Roman standing tall with the two presumable opponents at WrestleMania, one definitely on this Sunday, then Edge on for WrestleMania with Bryan as well. And... Roman standing tall going into Sunday night and edge will be up the enforcer in that match. So, you know, edge is going to be a part of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, there's definitely some beef going on with Daniel Bryan and edge here. And it's almost like they're sort of, uh, branching off and, and including Daniel Bryan into this overall feud as well. So, uh, It'll be interesting seeing how they how this unfolds on Sunday. Um, but I, I I'm starting to get the gut feeling that you're gonna see a triple threat match here.
0: Yeah, WrestleMania. I would agree. At
1: WrestleMania.
0: I, I would agree. And, and we're going to get into a little bit of what of our predictions of what's gonna happen at Fast Line. Fast line and fast lane as well. We'll get into our predictions for fast lane when we come back. I'm just kidding. I wasn't really frozen. I don't think I fooled you. No,
1: I didn't. No. It sucks. Hi, Spots and Sheep Pops. We are back,
0: and we are previewing Fastlane. We are in the Fastlane on the road to WrestleMania, which is shaping up to be one of the biggest duds of a WrestleMania ever. But we're going to give it the love it so richly deserves. Are you ready for your picks? Now, Vlad, we will say this. As the Impaler knows, we are now tied dead heat going into this pay-per-view. And I am of the and I have now, we talked about this in pre-production. We have come to the decision that I will pick every single match on the pay-per-views. Is that fair Vlad I mean I think
1: it's heroic at this point
0: thank you I thought it would I thought you thought I'm going against my principles but more importantly letting a fluke like you take me out by picking Matt Riddle which person will Matt Riddle beat this week will it be Otis or Shorty G you know Will Bad Bunny lose the twenty four seven title on the pre show? I don't know. Does it matter? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you made a good point. I should at least give you a old college try, and if I'm not good at it, tough shit for me. And it's we gotta we gotta man up here. So yeah. I I'm gonna man up, and I'm going to take on your challenge and face that challenge head on as I'm going to pick every single wrestling match on every pay-per-view there. Good. So are you ready to beat this up?
1: Uh, Yeah, but I, again, and if you want me to say mine first, what i'm my gut instinct is here fine so i'm not uh persuaded by you i'll do that but i might change and i'll tell you you know what's the one that gets me right now and and you could edit this out i don't give a shit Or you can keep it in i don't care either which way right now at the heart of it the one that i want to see and then i'm a little bit iffy on is actually biggie against apollo the yeah. other ones i think i'm, I'm pretty sure of that's the one. I'm like, I, I need to actually see the promo and, and and get a vibe for that. But I'm just being frank with you on that one. And uh, beyond that, and you know what? Like you brought up the riddle match. I actually think I think Ali might actually win that.
0: I do too. I think that you're probably going to have some them two, okay. probably some other belt. Yeah. So I, I we can start. Actually, I, we can start with that. That's the number. There's eight matches on the card, and I'm with you. And that okay. and that actually will be a pretty good match. But didn't Ali just beat him a couple yeah. of weeks ago in a singles match? Uh,
1: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. I probably skipped over it to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right. So, we have Riddle versus Mustafa Ali, and you're picking Mustafa Ali.
1: Um, as of right, yeah, I'm going to say Ali. I I probably should, and I'll be honest with you. you know, it's the only thing I saw between Riddle and Ali is that Ali was doing something with retribution, and I swear to God, this is all I saw. Riddle cut through their promo riding a scooter and <laughs> made some sort of weird noise, and, and that to me is the extent. That's <laughs> the extent of the uh, feud that I saw. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing something that Ali says or something that Riddle has said otherwise. But right now, at this moment, I'm going to, you know, for the sake of this podcast, I'll say Ollie.
0: I'll tell you what, I'm going to go with Riddle because I think Ollie beat him a couple weeks ago. And I don't think Riddle loses to him twice. So that's the reason I'm <laughs> going with Riddle, just because that's WWE booking. Not to no, say
1: I, I agree with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. So,
0: uh, but I think it's going to be a decent match, but I don't think Mustafa, they're, they're looking at Mustafa Ali as, Ali as a guy to be a champion. I think they when have Riddle uh, get this one. He just won it too. So I don't think, I think it's Riddle's first pay-per-view title. Yeah. So I think Riddle wins this one for sure. I'll go first this next one. In
1: yeah. the back of my mind, Yeah, yeah and you know what, the, just another quick note on the Ali Riddle thing. The back of my mind, I could see, Maybe that U.S. belt being the uh, basis of, like, a ladder match, which they love to go and throw into, like, WrestleMania. And that would be a way for, like, Ali to lose it and then feel like he was slighted or something. But I'll I'll just go Ali with this one at this time being. And I've got to look a little deeper in it. But, yeah, I don't know. The scooter thing got me laughing.
0: (laughs) No, I I like Riddle a lot, man. I really do. I'm not shitting on Riddle when I say Matt Riddle, but he's, you know... where he's at right now. Uh, so I think it's going to be a good match, too. It's a match I'm going to look forward to. Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins. I'll pick first this time. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, whoever picks first, you know, what have you. Or did I pick first last time, actually? didn't I, I, I,
1: I picked Ali first.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So I will say Seth Rollins is definitely going to win this one as well. I know they're trying to make Shinsuke something special or what have you, but I think what's going to happen is Seth Rollins goes over, beats the shit out of Shinsuke after the bell as well. Even though I could see Nakamura getting like a cheaper victory, but then Rollins attacking him after the match. But mm-hmm. I think Seth Rollins wins and he beats the shit out of Shinsuke a bit more and possibly Cesaro comes out to make the save or he just beats Shinsuke and then beats him up a little bit more after the fact. And then that's how they take the Cesaro Seth Rollins level to a new height
1: yeah um yeah I would say I would say Rollins as well um the other thing I'm like looking forward or like looking towards mania with these people involved like are they going Cesaro versus Rollins but or are they going Rollins Buddy Murphy versus Shinsuke and Cesaro <laughs> Like I'm not sure what what the reading between the lines there, but you know either way it should be a decent match. I
0: don't think buddy is part of the equation because he there hasn't been
1: much mention of him at least tonight there wasn't. he's been hanging he's been hanging out with Rollins on camera, trying to get back into his good graces.
0: Oh, I got you oh, so Buddy Murphy's trying to be buddies with Rollins still or is it the other way around? Is who's trying to cater to who? Who's trying to bring the friendship back? Is it Buddy trying to get Seth Rollins to be his friend
1: again? Or is Seth? Yeah. And yeah, and Rollins is playing Yeah, and, yeah, and Rollins is playing hard to get. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, that that'll probably
0: have something to do with it. or does Rollins face I don't know. I you you would hope. And think they would be part of some kind of title picture, but what title could there be? So I don't think that's part of the equation. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I'm,
1: hope, I'm, I'm hoping. You just, I'm hoping just it's Cesaro versus Rollins at WrestleMania. They put on a clinic. Yeah. And uh, it could be a, a one that steals a show. But it, it just it's interesting to me that also Nakamura, who used to be Cesaro's tag team partner, and then you have what's uh, name Buddy Murphy. Also involved, i like, are they just trying to like figure out what to do with them for the main, for the big daddy, you know, the granddaddy of them all? So, I don't know. I, I would say Rollins wins as well.
0: All right, cool. All right, we're on agreement on there. Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. Fucking Shane McMahon comes out there with his fucking big ass stupid sneakers, jumping all around. You he know he's going to jump off something big. He's a stupid fucking no common sense, no skill. Against his Braun Strowman, double in a box of fucking rocks, if you ask me. What do you think? Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman.
1: Who is your choice? Uh they're not they're not actually wrestling on, on Fastlane. Oh, that's what it says right here. This has been pulled. Oh well, there you go. Well, uh, it's my understanding it's been pulled. All right, good. Cause that yeah, and then let me make quick comment. Uh, yeah, let me let me make a quick comment on that. Did you see what happened at Braun Strowman on Raw? No. What
0: happened to Braun Strowman on Raw?
1: Uh, um, he was have a match with Shane. Shane somehow, I, and I and I saw the clips of it, not from beginning to end myself. Uh, but basically, uh, in the interaction between Shane and Braun Strowman, Braun, uh, Shane gets the upper hand uh, with Braun Strowman on the, the announce table. And uh, what ends up happening is, and I'm not even joking, somehow or another, the remember Nickelodeon slime from like uh, Double Dare?
0: Oh yeah, loved it.
1: Um, they slimed. Braun Strowman with the green slime from Nickelodeon. Did he say I don't know? That's where the uh no and, and then basically this is where that feud has gone he got slimed
0: Be, well I mean you get the reference right? You could have went with the reference the I don't know. He, he's, if he said I don't know that he should have gotten slimed because that's what happens when you say I don't know I'm shocked I didn't get slimed no, right didn't, there I didn't get the reference but yeah. he brought you can't do that on television. That's what that was from. People got slimed when they said, I don't know. So you went with a reference and I even took it deeper and you just didn't get it. You didn't you didn't know the reference you were playing with a little bit, you know? Little 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 bigger gun than you thought. You yeah. A little bigger gun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I bit off more than I could chew with the Nickelodeon reference. Uh uh, I don't even know what I'm doing on this podcast now at this moment. Alanis Morissette was on. I'm that. not getting that reference. Alanis Morissette was on. Yes, that. yes. Isn't yeah, that great? All right, yeah. so and, and actually, and actually, I think I referenced, and I think I referenced. Uh, uh, it was a double dare, or uh, the one with uh, Mark, whatever his name was, the host, where you got slimed on the game show. the one I referenced? Not you can't do it on television. What
0: was his name? It wasn't. I wanted to say Wahlberg, but it's obviously not Mark Wahlberg.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. Mark Feinstein. But yeah, that was the Irish guy.
0: Uh, whatever. I don't care. Mark Connors or something. I think it was just like Mark Connors
1: or something. It was a normal. Yeah. Getting back to the main point before we segue. Yeah. yeah but 20 minutes but getting back to the main point before there, we yeah. segue into the history of Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, like, that's where they've gone with the owner's son versus the bi- one of the biggest talents in their roster. They've slimed them basically. Was what I was trying to get across. Idiotic. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, at yeah, least but they they're not wrestling, so there's no reason.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's still ridiculous. At least they didn't use the same shit that came out of Randy Orton's mouth. So that's good which happens to be the best segue ever because next is the intergender match between Alexa bliss and Randy Orton. So I, is it, I don't know if this is going to be a cinematographic match. Are they going to do something in the ring? Uh, I'm picking Alexa bliss feed retu-
1: returning. If I, if I had a guess they're going to have Alexa bliss out. Northern, she's going to be evil. Randy's not going to know what's going to happen. Next thing you know, uh, the Fiend appears. Michael Cole has a coronary. The Fiend is back. The Fiend is back. And then all of a sudden, it's a no contest. So, I mean, yeah, no contest. that's what I'm seeing. Like, I can't imagine. Either the, yeah, that's my prediction.
0: I'm going to say Alexa gets the pin. I think there's going to be a pin here. If it's a real match. I don't know if it's going to be a real match, though. If it's not a real match, then it's going to be no contest.
1: So okay, yeah, if I it's mean, a real match, if it's a real match, Alexa gets a pin. I agree with you. If it's not, no contest.
0: Yeah, we're on the same page there. Uh, yep. It's it's just funny. It's just you know, Michael Cole. You mentioned Michael Cole. I can't believe the feed came back. He was burned alive. Oh my god! I've never seen anything like it. And like twenty times, The Undertaker did that.
1: But yeah, <laughs> exactly. I can't, believe and it's like it. he's. He's so surprised, and they for the last three months they've been eluding the fiend coming back through Alexa Bliss. It's like he's been asleep during each and every one of these segments. He, he took like a a sleeping pill before before those segments. He's like he has no point of reference. Yeah, believe it. He's back. We've been
0: <laughs> he knew shit.
2: This isn't good.
0: What's going on? Are you there? What happened? Oh no! You the the phone? It was crapping out. Then I was I was checking the thing, so I didn't know if you stopped talking. Sorry, bud. So yeah, 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 crapped out. I don't know what you said last. No, I was just making fun of Michael Cole. Oh, Oh, Michael Cole is the worst man. Can you imagine being a Samoa Joe or even a Corey Graves to a lesser extent? Or somebody who's pretty decent at their job and have Michael be your fucking boss? Can you imagine? That buffoon. Ah,
1: he's the worst. Yeah, it's... He's not... Yeah, they need new blood there.
0: And Tom Phillips and the other guy that kind of sounds like Tom Phillips and looks like Tom Phillips, they're just Michael Cole twos and threes. They just remind me of Michael Cole when Michael Cole was getting clowned by the rock back in the day, you know. He wasn't herma- he wasn't hermaphrodite yeah. though. He kept on calling Kevin Kelly a hermaphrodite, called him a Hermy. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. So yeah, so we're we're the same there. Then of course we have a match. Uh, who cares really? I don't want to say who cares, but I'm gonna anyway. Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, another no holds barred match. They just had a no holds barred match or no DQ match that ended in a no contest. Which I, you know, I wasn't that like the hell in the cell that ended in no contest with the Fiend and Seth Rollins? Like, how, what? Yeah. So Drew McIntyre and Sheamus Sheamus are going to have another physical, devastating match. It'll probably be a good match, but we've seen it a few times already, and I'm not excited about it. I'll probably Mm -hmm. not watch it. I'll probably do schoolwork. Wow. So there you got. Oh, I have to Oh yeah, I mean, Drew McIntyre for sure.
1: Okay. I'm a little unsure. You I don't know. Um, yeah, hold on a second. Good night, huh? Right, so yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if I'm going Sheamus, but with it being a, a no DQ match, to me, this has a little bit of uh, Lashley getting involved in costing McIntyre the match. You and know, now there's heat.
0: That's a very fair point, and Lashley is not booked. Yeah, so, and, it, and he's, he's going to be there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, not, so the champion gets set up. You, that make, you make a very good point there. Um, I still don't know if and, drops that match before, but maybe that's why. You know, we asked about it before. We said, well, why would you have this match not be a stipulation? Well, maybe they want Sheamus to go over to give Sheamus a little bit of a rug, a rub on Jumann. Yeah.
1: yeah, perhaps. I, and, and honestly, I between mean them but i um, Shit. I don't want to be a contrarian to you just for the sake of it.
0: Yeah, I hear uh, what you're
1: saying, yeah. Yeah, but it's just I'm I'm thinking openly here, man. And um shit. Yeah, it bothers me that Lashley has nothing there and I, I think he's gonna make an impact. So uh it kills me to th- even say Seamus because you're gonna use these numbers against me and flash your belt. Um
0: I'll try not to be as obnoxious as you would think I would be.
1: <laughs> um Jesus Christ. Yes, yes, my son. Uh, yeah, how'd I recognize you without they're, your sandals? They're both um, they're, they're both from West European countries. Yeah. It's such a uh, God. Screw it, man. You know what? Like uh You know, the last time I went against McIntyre, I lost. And that was one of the ones that you were holding over my head. Um, All right.
0: So instead of picking that, pick which mm -hmm. one you think fucked Cornette's wife, Drew McIntyre or Sheamus. Sheamus. See, I thought McIntyre spent more time on the Indies, so McIntyre probably had more of an opportunity to bang Cornette's
1: wife. He probably I yeah, probably had to it's a good point he wasn't lifting weights of Triple H um, you know what screw it I'm going to go Sheamus. I think I think with there being no stipulations I can see Lashley costing it McIntyre putting his friend over maybe they put Sheamus in this, uh, this crazy ladder match that I'm booking for the US title or something and you know he continues on with his success I don't know but yeah, there's just something weird about this match going to happen. And and where else are you going to draw heat within these amount of weeks before WrestleMania between Lashley and McIntyre? You know, I mean, this is I know, I, I'm going to go with Sheamus.
0: All right. Cool. I, 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 I'm right. As of right now, I'm going to say Drew McIntyre. But you make a great point as to why Sheamus makes sense. So I'm, I certainly wouldn't be surprised. No. Uh, then we have the women's tag title match with, uh, with Nia Jax and Shayna Blazer with having their little trouble. They're going to have the wonderful and talented, your favorite Reginald with them. And they will go up against the WWE EST, which I finally found out tonight what that means. You had no idea? I had no idea. I didn't know she was the S of everything. I didn't know that. I thought EST stood for
1: something. It does everything: best, quickest, strongest, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Yeah, but it's just an S. It's not. I thought it, stand, it stood for like everybody. Oh no, no! Cornette's wife. If for if last, if your first name starts with a T, that'd be great.
1: Everyone no, it's not that. She's the EST, and it applies to all those words. Right? Yeah,
0: exactly. So I do – this is a weird because you saw Naya and Shayna had issues tonight. And it's just going to boil over. And they weren't very friendly to each other after the fact either.
1: If, if you see Tamina and Natalia anywhere near that arena, that pay-per-view, they're walking out of there with those belts.
0: Well, they challenged them tonight, but if it, I don't think it's official yet. Uh, so I would assume they are going to be part of it. So are you going to say Tamina and Natalia gets some tag team titles? Uh, yeah.
1: All right. Let's 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 put it this way. Tamina and Natalia, if they're in that match, I think they win. All right. If they're not in that match, uh, I would say that Baszler and Nia Jax win. Uh is um, you, you know what? Yeah, I'll say they they're gonna walk away champions. Let's put it that way. There's no way Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks are gonna win yeah. the titles. Um, I so, don't know. They would. Know, do that. I, I mean,
0: you 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 don't think WWE would put the titles on those two just for, at least for a week, and then they think they can drop it to whoever else.
1: And then they would drop it to Tamina and Natalia if that's the yeah. case. Like I mean yeah. exactly
0: WWE is not yeah. above that.
1: Let's put them no, on no.
0: the table. We see them do stupid
1: shit like that before. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They're, They're so looking
0: so bad, you and can't it's... even believe how bad it is sometimes.
1: Yeah, Listen, it's like yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think logically, and then I start thinking like them, and I hate myself. That's Does that makes sense. I
0: hate, that's why I hate picking all the WWE matches because yeah. it's like trying to figure out. Which hole the chicken's gonna run into? You know what I mean? Like I don't know what the chicken's gonna do. Fuck the fuck do I know what the chicken's gonna do? Chicken does what the chicken does. WWE books the way the WWE books.
1: Yeah. um...
0: (laughs) So I'm I'm with you. I'm on the same page with you there as well. I don't think Sasha and Bianca do it, but at the same time, I can see it. Yeah. That, that could form their bond, especially after Sasha walked out on her tonight. She told her she was before the yeah. match. But if they, maybe they have to form a bond because you have two baby faces. You want to build up a little bit of heat. You have a title match. Then I then know what they could do. Get, give them the titles. And then they could have a problem as tag team partners, which gives them more heat. And then they could have a fight again. WWE never does that. By the way, Nia Jackson, and Shayna
1: Baszler confirmed for WrestleMania. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're definitely going to go see them. They're not going to be a tag team at WrestleMania. I, I would say that much for sure.
0: They're going to wrestle, um, WrestleMania? you know what? I'm
1: going <laughs> to It's long-term it's long-term story, but maybe Nia Jax in a triple threat match. What happened? It is. It is. It's like the pinnacle. It's almost like the pinnacle. Um yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if you see a triple threat match there, especially if Charlotte leaves yeah. or is going to leave. I could see them doing Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax versus Asuka, like triple threat match.
0: Yeah, and they can kind of work the dynamic that Nia and Shayna have been working and it's just, oh, Asuka's crazy ass around. <laughs> that would be
1: Oh well, yeah. yeah, Asuka, Asuka got concussed.
0: A lot of and- juice. And- Not a lot of juice yeah. there though, no one's going to care, but whatever.
1: No. Yeah. All right. So I'll say, um, I'm going to say Shanna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax. Shit. You know what? There's part of This is what sucks doing And I'm sorry to keep you like, later on this. There's part of me that thinks that they'll lose by disqualification and keep the belts. <laughs>
0: I think they've been trying to no, stay no, away sorry. from they've been trying to stay away from DQs on pay-per-views though lately because people get think they got screwed out of their money.
1: So I don't know yeah. if that... Oh, was- you know what? See, hey, hey, the other thing that we haven't mentioned yet with this pay-per-view.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the first one on the Peacock Network or Peacock Streaming Service. Ooh. Yeah. It was right. <laughs> so All right. this is a dry run. I can't wait.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I still haven't signed up. Do you have to sign up for the Peacock Network? Do we?
1: Do we I don't know. Questions? I was, I was going to ask you, man, because all I have is my old network thing, and I haven't logged into it in probably two weeks. Oh, <laughs> so I have no I idea what's flying. Every day. Yeah, let's see here. Okay. Oh, so here.
0: Well, it's still on my phone. It's still the same thing. Okay. Uh, here we go. Starting today, Peacock has begun rolling out WWE Network content just before WWE Flash. Like the first WWE pay-per-view event on the service. This is from WWE.com, by the way. WWE has now dedicated a page on Peacock where fans will be able to browse. So, yes, you do have to go to the Peacock, and you got to set up with a Peacock thing and and all that. Um, I'm not sure how the billing is going to work. I got to read more of that, but I, I I don't I don't know what the deal is here. Uh, okay. So, WWE Chronicle, dedicated page. <laughs> Peacock will continually add WWE content to the library, making the entire WWE Network Archive, including every pay-per-view available. Peacock Premium will be home to all upcoming pay-per-view home- events and the current seasons of WWE original-, original shows. In the free tier, Peacock will offer a new WWE channel. Select the WWE channel. Now, and WWE subsets... So, the network, including all the pay-per-views, will be available on the Peacock Premium for $4.99. So, that's cool. It is going to be cheaper if you see that. Peacock is also offering the WW Universe deeper savings for limited time details at PeacockTV.com. So, you do have to sign up for Peacock and do the whole nine with them, and I guess they stop charging you for their network. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. We'll, we'll have to figure it out this weekend, I guess. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Look, really looking forward to that. So we got signing up for yet another streaming service.
0: <laughs> got it at least, you know. So Biggie and the Nigerian Nightmare, Christian Okoye, no, mm. the Nigerian Prince or whatever his gimmick is now. Apollo Crews fights for the Intercontinental Championship. This, they I think they've wrestled three times the last couple of months. So this will be the fourth time. Uh, but he just turned heel and he has a new character. I'm speaking of Apollo Cruz, And they definitely upped the ante in terms of the emotion tonight. They brawled throughout the ring after a very emotional promo. The and and fake accent. So this is interesting because we're kind of waiting for Apollo to take that step. And a lot of people are rumoring that Biggie will be fighting for, uh, for the universal title around SummerSlam. So is this a situation where Biggie drops the title to elevate himself to the next championship yet? Or do you think Biggie just has a balls on great match and holds on to the intercontinental title a little longer than you know, most Champions.
1: Mm, uh, it's this is the one that I gotta really like, sort of like pay attention to these promos a little bit and see if Tippner had any which way. Um, I, I think no matter what, Big E will walk out of WrestleMania with a title. The question I, I can't wrap my mind around currently is whether or not he's walking into WrestleMania as a champion. So that's where I'm sort of wondering if, like, Apollo steals a victory, gets a major title on his waist as this new character, and then probably drops it in the rematch at WrestleMania is sort of where I'm thinking could happen. And that's where I'm, like, a little bit iffy. Um, Yeah. And it's like I kind of want to pay more attention. This is a little bit. They're, 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 you know creatively speaking they're trying something here at least and I should probably pay a little bit more due diligence um, but yeah I mean for the sake of right now Jesus I'm going to say Big E wins for the sake of right now but I could change my mind there man I got to see a little bit more about it but I'm just letting you know I'm thinking and, and you know you, you've been very great about like mentioning how hey they love the happy ending if you will at Wrestlemania Big E winning in Florida and Tampa, of all places, I believe his hometown, right? Doesn't get much happier for him there, you know, and um, especially as a singles champion. So I think no matter what, he's walking out a champion of some sort there.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think that's the case. I, I think it could, go, it could go either way. The way they book, I could certainly see Apollo getting the title and having a nice little three-week run, and he loses at... So I'm actually going to go with Apollo because yeah. I think that actually makes the most sense to, with the way they book. You know, Biggie's already beaten Apollo a few yeah. times. Are you really going to have him beat Apollo a fourth time? I don't think so. I yeah. think Apollo goes over here, and then Biggie reclaims his championship at WrestleMania to walk out the Intercontinental Champion. So I actually am going with the Prince of Persia, or wherever he is, Apollo Cruz, and then. Finally, the big one, the big dog, Roman Reigns defends the Universal Championship against Daniel Bryan with Edge as the special enforcer in this match. Where do we go here? This should be the main event. I'm not sure if it will be. I'm assuming it would be. I don't know what other match would possibly be. Yeah,
1: it has to be. It's got to be.
0: So where do you where do you go here? Does Daniel Bryan sneak his way into the main event at WrestleMania? And he doesn't does he do it by beating the big dog this week this Sunday?
1: Just to be clear, is that the exact stipulation that's here? If Daniel Bryan wins, he's in the main event at WrestleMania.
0: Well, if he wins, he's gonna fight Edge at WrestleMania. Ah winner, okay, okay, I got you. Winner faces Edge at WrestleMania for the title but obviously as a defending champion. Oh,
1: man. I would say Roman's going to win, and there's going to be something really crappy that happens between Edge and Daniel Bryan, where he's going to snake his way into that title match. You're going to have a triple threat between those three guys.
0: Yeah, I think Roman walks out champion. I uh, don't That's all I can say about it. I don't think anything else. Yeah. I guess we have to pick something. So I'm going to say, but how do you get Daniel Bryan in the match if he doesn't win or something happened where uh, no contest or him victory? How do you get him in that match? That's going to be the question.
1: Um, Edge hits him. I'm going to say edge hits him with a misguided spear meant for Roman and it costs Daniel Bryan in the match. Uh, and the thing is, I really do
0: believe Brian's going to I don't know how you do it. I, I think maybe you have a no contest, or maybe you have Daniel Bryan possibly win. I mean, I could see that too. I really could see Daniel winning. I'm not sure. I hope.
1: Well, then, how would you get Roman in the match? He's the big dog. He pull, has strings. Paul Heyman has strings that he pulls. I, I, I hate to bring this to your attention. It's not the big dog. He's your tribal chief, and you seem to forget that.
0: Well, there's still a big stupid fucking dog that pops up every once in a while. Is, is there a big? Oh no! Is it just? Oh no! It's his. Bit, it's him doing this now. Him. He, the, the, the dog doesn't show up when he when he pops up anymore. Are you sure about that? No. Yes. Which one is it? No, or yes? Now it's all right. Yeah, no, he comes out with I think like a like almost like a he's breaking out pose now. It's not not dogs,
1: not computer dogs. Yeah, he's no longer a hound of justice. (laughs) He's moved on from that. This is Island. Have you not been paying attention?
0: So Roman and and Brian should be a very very good match gun to your head which one are you got i'm gonna
1: go at roman it got to my head though yeah roman wins and then i one of the things i read too is like i guess in the promo tonight edge makes comment about the uh need of the face from daniel Bryan, which is sort of setting a table of like maybe him getting a shot back in that i'm like he owes him one
0: yeah, I mean they so definitely right, have not been. They haven't been complimentary. You know how a lot of baby faces are used. Oh, I can't wait. You no, know, Daniel Bryan is saying no. This is my time. I got. I don't know how many more times I have left. I'm going to do do what I can, and it's my. And I don't really care about Edge. And I, you, you kind of like that. I hate when the oh, I'll respect you. Oh, I'll respect to me. You know, I it's you know I, eh, I don't like that too much.
1: Yeah, yeah. From what I from what I've seen the interaction between those two has been right. It's like. They both had similar injuries. They both came back from retirements. And honestly, this is a sentimental deal. Like if they are both in the match against Roman at WrestleMania, um, I think it even maybe tells a more complete story here because (sighs) you know what, let's put it this way. You and I have been very big on Roman. Right. And, and I was even thinking about this the other day, if Roman were to win this title match at WrestleMania, um, Okay, what are they going to do? Maybe drop it once or something before next year's WrestleMania that's in Los Angeles. That probably is going to have The Rock's career at stake. There, I I don't see that. I can see Roman agreeing to like drop this, especially if he's not the one getting pinned. Yeah, and and feeling slighted, and especially if Edge wins it, uh, which will be on his what the tenth anniversary of him retiring, of all things. And Vince loves a happy ending, and he's big on sentimental dates. So, you know, maybe that's part of this deal. So, uh, it makes it maybe a little bit easier for... Uh, and, it, and Roman doesn't look weak in the slightest if that happens. It's like Brock losing, and, you know, because either Seth Rollins or, or uh, Roman are in the match against him, you know?
0: Exactly. It makes perfect sense. That actually makes all the sense in the world, so I'm, I'm kind of... That would... Be the way to go about it. And I thought also to put Daniel Bryan in that spot would be great for WWE as well to put his talents there. So, um, the second year in a row now, because then what are you going to do with Daniel Bryan with three weeks to go? You know, that's the thing. I mean, when, when you have guys that really don't have anything else going on except for the storylines that they're in right now, you got to, and it's like there's talented as, say, Daniel Bryan is, or we talked about, um, You know, got a couple other guys before. It just you're as talented as Daniel Bryan. He's not got nothing going on. If he just loses, and then what does he do for WrestleMania? So I think Daniel Bryan definitely gets gets in there. I have an idea.
1: What's up? Ooh, you were excited about it. You you can bring, you can bring back Eric Rowan as his bodyguard, and he can challenge New Day for a tag team championship. (laughs) And he could be a heel. Just turn him heel again too. Listen, I love that. I loved him. I loved him as a heel. I loved the the uh, the, the natural wood grained world title that he held. I thought I loved each and every moment of that little reign that he had going there. It was all about it.
0: Oh, it was brilliant. And he was speaking the truth. That's the best part. Everything he was saying was true.
1: Fickle. I never realized. Fickle. Yeah, I never, I, I never realized how fickle I was as a human being until those speeches.
0: He's right. He's he's called them fickle, and they are. The WWE universe is fickle as they come. And he's just mocking them. I love it. <laughs>
1: oh man,
0: didn't work as well though. I mean, that, that, it, they turned to babyface because they, they loved him. It was very similar to uh, the Stone Cold heel turn when he went with WCW first with, with the man, then with WCW. You know, he did uh-huh. a really good job. It wasn't like. Austin wasn't good at it just the fans loved him so much it couldn't work long term. Yeah, same, same yeah. Same exact It really is funny.
1: Yeah, it's very similar. You know,
0: it's like all right, well it's you know, we we got our we got our mileage out of it so it's time to change. I think it was both like 6 months. I think it was both of them around the same time. I think so Austin turned heel at WrestleMania that year and then I think he turned baby face right after the survivor series that year. So he had what's that Nine, no. eight, eight months, eight months. And he turned heel in November. And I think he turned baby face. I forget when, but um, it, I guess it was like a, Oh, it was like a year. That was almost a year. I think it was shortly after the turn to SmackDown. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, Possibly there's, so, you know, they could always get him in the match any way they want. So I'm going to go with Roman. They could always have something weird like Edge cuts a promo Daniel Bryan deserves to be in this match too.
1: And they somehow <laughs> get him in the match.
0: You know, just something like that.
1: Oh, you got to see uh, talking smack, man, with Heyman.
0: For, the, the, for tonight?
1: Yeah. Why would happened? happen? He, he, he He totally mocks Raw. He he throws such a shot at Raw; it's hilarious. That's that is funny.
0: (laughs) You you know he's liking it because he's you know that was his baby, and he was ran out of town, and now it's the worst. I think he called it uh, the worst shit on wrestling
1: television. I I think he called it unwatchable.
0: Oh, I'm going to watch it as soon as I get, as soon as we get out of here right now. So those are our picks. I'm excited for this pay-per-view. We'll get back with you guys next week, talking more AEW and WWE. We will have the review of this pay-per-view. And I think by the time we talk next week, we should have a real crystallized card of what WrestleMania is going to look like. So that'll be exciting and kind of getting into, even though, as we said, this is a really weirdly and quickly
1: booked WrestleMania. It's as if the living life in the fast lane.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna leave that. That'll that'll be
1: the end of the show. <laughs> like, there you go. I
0: have had a piss really bad for the last like twenty minutes.
1: Oh, wonderful. It's good for your kidneys to hold it. All right man get uh, To piss and I'll catch you later. All right,
0: brother. I'll see you later, man. Bye. Adios.